ice cream. Alert, 654 Jose. Okay, on nothing. Welcome back to Third and Eight here on Next Door Radio, brought to you by Vanco Outdoor Power Equipment. Let's get the show started with your hosts, Brandon Adcock and Jason Varner. Hey guys, welcome back here to Third and Eight on Next Door Radio and NextDoorRadio.com. Of course, Happy Christmas. It's, it's, it's late Christmas. It's Kwanzaa! Late- Hanukkah. Advent! Chupacabra. Is that right? Advent? Fun spaghetti monster. No! <laughs> Advent. Advent! Advent is before Christmas. Then we are now in the Christmas season. And so in a cute And how long does that last in the, in the Catholic Church? Is it 12 days? It's 12 days. Okay. Uh, lasts until the Epiphany, which is January 6th. Who's Tiffany? Do you see how they always put these big words the on things? Like, I don't know. Hey, Catholicism. <laughs> I can say Baptist <laughs> just fine. Y'all got to make fun Why of Why you got to have more than two syllables in your words? I don't understand. Anyways, I this mean, is something else I don't understand. How these games in week 15 turned out the way they did. <laughs> well, that's the NFL. All play. I, I asked for was one thing for Christmas, Sandy, and no, you failed me, fat man. It's you failed me. It's two front teeth. Well, we that too. Hey, man. I'm just, come on. Let's just get it out of the way and talk about it. Yes, I think I went over three on all the Monday, Tuesday games oh. from week 15. Oh, oh I, I thought, thought we were going to talk. Year. I thought we were going <laughs> to I thought we were going to talk about the other disappointment where the Bucks came in with big old zero. But go ahead. Now, oh, no. It, you know what? You want to talk about it? We could talk. Really. We talked about it at the end of the show last week because we, you know, we were obviously watching the game as it was happening while the show was being pre-recorded. I call that a You're game. right. The Bucks lost nine to hey, nothing. Now, now, talk to me. Why do you think Tom Brady got sacked as much as he did? Tom Brady's slow and immobile, and Ooh. the Saints have a, a heck of a pass rush. <laughs> I caught myself. Saints have a really good pass rush, and you know, hey, with Tom Brady's a statue, it's hard to move outside of said pass rush. Jason, take it away. Okay. I think what happened was you when you have two of your top receivers go out in the first mm-hmm. quarter of the game, basically first half. And, and I was done. He's out for yeah. Year. He's done. And, and Evans might not come back either. Mm-hmm. No, real quick. Sometime Brady said after the game, after he threw his tablet episode and all that, he mentioned something about Chris Godwin. He said the hits on a wide receiver's knees should be illegal hits, right? Now, at what point can you tackle in a football game anymore? Now, is that a chop block? No, 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 no. I mean, no. Um, hey, chop blocks are offensive linemen, tight end only. Okay. Um, I don't know at what point you can tackle a wide receiver anymore than the NFL. Don't hit him up high. Don't hit him down low. Now, I understand the target range is from, you know, a shoulder to waist. I understand that. But these guys are playing at 100 miles an hour. You can't always make a perfect hit. Yeah, just because I think he's the GOAT doesn't mean I think he's right all the time. And I don't even know that he agreed with what he said. He was just speaking in the moment because guess could, what? Yeah, that's his From teammate. time to time, that's his teammate. Yeah. He was probably upset. But here's the deal. You go, you lose top talent. You, you Fournette, Gawain, Evans, and you've got a bunch of, you know, not you know, bad athletes, just not your starters. And they come in in your skill positions. I don't care how good your line is. The timing is not there, okay? Now, you combine that with the fact that Tom Brady's speed and agility is subpar in comparison to what you typically see coming out of college and playing in the NFL today, right? He he is, for all intents and purposes, the prototypical quarterback. I hug the center line. I do not waver, which, by the way, is what makes him so good. But when you combine the fact that you've got timing issues with receivers and backs coming off the bench that you really haven't got to practice with or participate with to, to get in sync with, 
you don't you can't afford you know the set in the pocket that long against a team like the Saints. And I think what happened was it was like that perfect storm for Tom Brady and Tampa Bay. Which look, he has it happened one, last year. I say he has one of these games every single year, yeah. like clockwork. And the scary part is, is that game is usually right before he hits a hot streak. Oh, it, which is why it blows Oops. my mind <laughs> that these so-called experts would jump on radio the next day and chastise the man talking about is his time over. One game? No. One game? You you don't bury a guy who's got that much league equity, as they say, especially that guy. Chris, you know what time it is. I feel it. Go um, ahead, Brandon. Oh. Oh, sweet juice. We'll cut you loose. Say what's up. Hey, if you got hate in your heart, let it out, Brandon. All right. It's time for Old Man Mondays with Brandon. So, look, there's not much me and Jason agree on that, but here's something we'll say. You cannot bury a guy with... How many titles he got at this point? Six, seven, Six, two many. Not to get seven, probably. Hey, more than everybody combined. You cannot bury a guy who's got this much equity across the entire NFL. You can argue he's the best quarterback of all time. At this point, guys like me are, are having less and less arguments. You know what I'm saying? At this point, like I've learned it's just better to shut up and agree. Or just be like, okay, player, have a good day. Because it's getting harder to argue. You cannot bury a guy who leads the league in passing yards, Super Bowls, touchdown, pass everything else. Don't bury him after one 9-0 game. Both receivers went out. His running back got hurt. And he's throwing to me, Jason, and Chris out there on third down. The Saints are not a bad football uh, team quarterback aside. But and the Saints have their number in the regular season. And here's Tampa Bay last year. You know what I'm saying? You know, here's the Saints in the division. Obviously, though, they were 0-2. And they met him in the playoffs. What happened? Right. He sent Drew Brees, you know, his walking papers hey, back home in the Superdome. When it matters. Yeah. That's when it matters the yeah. most. Yeah, but you that's when they had a quarterback. That's mm-hmm. the yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's the weird part. Is he they ain't did gonna, not have a quarterback yeah. this week. Yeah. He ain't going to get a chance to send them home per se this year. No, he's already at the house. Yeah. And he told them earlier this week, and they asked him to come back, and he sent them a picture of him <laughs> barefoot golfing. And Cubs like, appreciate you, but no thanks. My hairline growing back and everything. I love it. But don't write off Tom Brady. Okay. You can't do it. Just, just don't. Don't. Don't do to yourself the same thing I've been doing though since 2006. He's done. It's a habitual habit for people that they just can't learn from their mistakes. You know, I like, won't say it no more. It, it's not necessarily insanity to keep doing the same yes, thing over. and expect, No, no, no. It's okay. not to keep doing the same thing and expecting a different result. People say that's the definition of insanity. That's not insanity. That is, you know, a competitive or repetitive compulsive disorder. I'm going to do it and expect it to change. Because I can't help but to keep doing it and expecting it to change. Insanity is like something completely different. Yeah. No, you just have a compulsive disorder to repeat the same stupid mistake over and over and over and over. And you 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 make you logic in your mind it's logical. I swear to you, as God is my witness, the day Tom Brady retires, I don't care who I'm employed by at this point, I'm not going to work the next day. I'm waking up, going to Waffle House, so I'm going to go fishing. I don't care if it's the middle of December. I'm going to have me a good day because it's going to be the best day of my sports life. Until that moment that Tom Brady is being lowered in his casket by six Hall of Fame players, I'm not counting that because at his funeral, he's going to come back up with two minutes left and lead the drive straight to Jesus. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, I'm not counting the man out, and you guys shouldn't either. Don't do this to yourself. I care about you as a person. So I got two don't things do off of that. I got two things. One, what? What does it say about the Saints organization that when a Hall of Fame quarterback like Drew Bruce, who's only one year out, when they call upon you to perform a service for the family, you tell <laughs> I them was wondering no. where that was going, but that, yeah, that makes sense. He's You're like, weak. Yeah. You out of control. 
and you become an embarrassment to yourself and everybody else. Okay. That's what he basically told them. <laughs> He's no, like, no, no, player. <laughs> I seen what's happening to all my boys. <laughs> Winston's hurt. Take no. I'm not. No. Like everybody's so, getting beat up. I what can't he also realized he hadn't practiced in a while and it was short notice. Look, first off, all right, Paul. There's some, let me, some other things no, to consider. There. No, let me tell you something. If that was Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Mike Vick, anybody. Matter of fact, just Aaron Rodgers ain't coming back. Listen to me. Packers. Let me tell he you something. Come back this if, year. if he <laughs> was to retire, if if any of those quarterbacks were any any quarterback in the hey, NFL was to hey, retire, Brett Favre done it five yeah, times. Yeah. <laughs> if they were, if the Saints was to call Brett Favre right now and say, "We need you for one game," and the man ain't practiced in ten, you know, five years, he could get you. Five he years would same. be back tomorrow. He would fly in tonight. Well, technically, Brett Favre can't do that because he's finally been inducted into the Hall of Fame. But they did. Uh, uh, he reached out there to Philip Rivers. Who at some point has got to stop making children and find him another hobby? But <laughs> he's got his own football team to worry about, and they're the kids. But <laughs> yeah, he got to feed them, clothe them. He's got to start eleven plus the ref in the umpire. Good night. But now, what does that say though? Because you yeah. know this, you know this. I don't care if it's quarterbacks, wide. It don't matter if you were called back and asked to play one time, and you could. You going back? You would go back, but. <laughs> But Drew Brees said, no, I got my hairline. I'm telling you, boy, his hairline is crispy. <laughs> He's yeah, done, man. Nice. Like, yeah, because me and you, Chris, are, um, hey, God knows. The, how long was this, Chris? A couple months ago? Yeah, yeah. A couple months like, ago, yeah. What happened to Brees' hair? I'm like, <laughs> like it he got the LeBron back. transformation. Good yeah, night. It come back almost as quick as Herbert's hair grew back. I mean, yeah, like, like Samson. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, Unfortunately, Lord. somebody must have cut. Well, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, how but, do you lose to the Houston but Texans? But here's the That's thing, That's two losses. <laughs> what does it say, Brandon? What does it say to you about – the state of the the organization and, and you know the culture, whatever it might be in in New Orleans, that Drew Brees would not want to come back. I think that once I retire, don't call me for that's what, like, <laughs> plain and simple. Don't don't bother me for nothing. Sorry, Chris, but like you know, what I'm saying no, Brett Favre, he kind of got pushed out by Aaron Rodgers. That's a different scenario because Brett knew he still had it. He come back after going to. Um, uh, yeah. uh, the Packers played for Minnesota, had him in the NFC playoff, uh, uh, excuse me, title game a couple years ago with the Vikings. He come back and put again though with the Jets, which I, that's where people just go to die. But nah, man, I, I don't, Breeze like was like, all right, I can't throw no more. Michael Thomas is out. Kamar is getting banged up. Our defense is kind of hit and miss. You know, what I'm saying they're from game to game. And this golf ball is screaming off my club right now. I'm staying at the house. Appreciate you, Pimper. Yeah. I don't think it says nothing about him. I just think Breeze old, fresh, and retired. It don't bother me for nothing when I retire, Breeze. I can respect that to the fullest, homie. Saints are 7-7 right now, though. And right now, after you lost your starting quarterback, who started off hot, the, by the way. You're still in the playoff hunt. You're still 500. There, and if you're a Saints fan, you should be like, dang. I was looking at and we could talk about it later, but I was looking at it today. 13 of the 16 teams in the NFC are within one game of the playoff. Boy, it's yeah, going to be filthy ridiculous. going in the stretch. Boy, the Colts have yeah. finally added a little separation in the AFC, praise be. Thank but, you to the NFL for finally listening to to everyone who's been saying you need to add a 17th, a 17th game for, bro, I don't know, the past the 10 preseason. years. Yeah. Right. Nobody cares. Like, I'll watch the preseason, hey, just because after you've been off drugs for so long, you'll find anything to go yeah. back to. And that's what <laughs> I feel like. That was a really piss-poor comparison. I'm sorry, Chris. But like, uh, I had to win. It was a family show, Brandon. Sorry. Yeah, like, I had to wean myself off football from February to July. You know what I'm saying? And here's the crazy thing. I'm a little spoonful. I'm shaking. I'm like, I'll take it. I'll take it. And then here comes August. Boy, you know what I'm saying? I'm full of swing. But anyhow, like, I, I, like, you know, hey, most folks just don't care about the preseason. Well, I can tell you. Like, I just. 
We've all said, anybody who knew anything has been saying for a while that if you add a week 17, you're going to turn into these divisional uh, games at the end on that week 17. Got some chocolate on the And, and it's, going to, it's going to be, it's going to have playoff implications. Oh, absolutely. And it does. It, like 13 of the 16 NFC teams, NFC East every or end NFC, of the year sorry, match, Every yeah. end of the year match is what? A division Vision, game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we're going to have some prime time matchup, boy. That's going to be a crispy oh. Sunday afternoon in North Kakalaki. Crispy. Yeah. Crispy. So, up next so talk to me. No, hold on one second. Oh, go ahead. Okay, go. Chris, I, I have a second question. No, go ahead. Two points. Because we, well, I said what was the culture. He says not a culture change in, in New Orleans. Not a problem there. Here's the other thing. I heard today. Uh-oh. Now, th- this should this should set well with you. That Tom Brady said when, when he was asked in an interview, about, you know, what what does retirement look like to him? Tom Brady said, I can play to 50. He said, I can play <laughs> to 50. Lord. Because the, I think the question uh, centered around the idea, is it going to be your body, your brain, or your heart that's going to cause you to retire? And he said, it's not going to be my body, and it's, it's not, not going to be, be my brain. brain. Yeah. He said, but I have a, I think he said, a 12-year-old and a 14-year-old son that needs my time, and I've got a young daughter that needs my time. And he said, the end is coming sooner than what might be expected. Now, boy, that sounds like a Baptist in Revelations there, boy. I'm yeah. like, come on, Jesus. <laughs> like, send come me on, home, take player. me home. Yeah. Yeah, send me home, player, boy. I'm here, you know. What, what do you take the from that? What do you take from that? Hopefully that the end is nigh, as they say. Um, I'm sick of this man, man. But, like, like, you know, honestly, you got guys like basketball, for example, like Dale Curry, who's the famous father of Steph Curry. That man could step out right now on the NBA court and drain the three in your face. It doesn't go away. At that level, especially a guy who's, just, you know, prepped and prepared and meticulous as Tom, it doesn't go away. So what does he His do when he retires? Not- is, do you think he coaches? Him and Drew are going to be out there on the golf course together. Well, I mean, he's, got, he's See, not going to leave the game. Typically what happens See, when you retire, you become a scout, you become a coach, yeah. you become something. GM. Guys, the best quarterbacks of my lifetime, just of my, you know, hey, lower generation, has been Brady, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning, and, and, you know, and honestly probably Drew Brees. Yeah. I mean, you know, those far, are the five yeah. from the lower, you know, mm-hmm. obviously well, a little longer than the two things to say. His kids. But all of those guys, yeah. Yeah, that's a generic answer. All of those guys are still hovering around the game. Breeze does NBC. Peyton's on Monday Night Football. You know, Brett Favre, you know, he does an hour week on NFL radio. The, he'll be near the game in some facet or form. Sure. No question about it. I just am sick of this. Like, I've, bold prediction, you know, after his retirement, I, I swear I'm going to fall in love with Tom Brady. I don't know that I How think can you not? He's the greatest coach. of all time. Because I like Tampa, Tom. I didn't like Patriots, Tom. Real stingy and rigged. Like, chucking the Lombardi off a party boat, getting drunk at the Super Bowl. Throwing the iPad. Love yeah. it, man. Sign Surface up, Pro, sorry. Sign me up for that, Tom. Yeah. Like, that time I could have got behind a decade ago if he didn't play in New England. He's that, just already such a coach to me. I don't know how he doesn't come back and coach. Like, today I was watching when Gronk dropped the pass in the end zone. I watched Brady walk to the sideline, and he mouthed, what was he thinking? I'd like be that, terrified to be coached by Tom Brady. That's just how far he is into the like yeah. coaching his own team. That's why the whole deal with it come out the other day that Leftwich was the front runner for the Jesus Jacksonville Christ. Don't Josh. do it, Jacksonville. Don't do that, I'm bro. You don't Everybody do it. knows who the offensive coordinator is of the Tampa Bay. Everybody knows who the head coach he is of Tampa Bay. It's Tom Brady. I've never understood like, <laughs> like why anybody who played in the Colts. I don't know who the coach hey, offensive coordinator was for twenty years because we had number eighteen in the back there. Nobody cares about who the Packers OC is. No, that's how they'll be enemy. Ain't got a job in Kansas City because Matt Nagy's looked so bad. And Andy Reid, the true hot shot of that offense, along with you know what I'm saying they're three of the best hey, talents of all time in Mahomes, Kelsey, and Hill. You ha- and Caldwell, 
and um, hey Peterson both have interviews. So go with the Caldwell right or Peterson. Jesus, go both of them. I said this last week. You have got to get an adult in the room to have some stability. You know what I'm saying? Um, hey, on that football team, Chris, who's coming up next? I see you waving. He at says us. stability. I love it. Um, <laughs> that football team's a train wreck. <sighs> yeah, but the word is stability. But it's cool. Yeah, what did I say? Stability. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> I love it. Hey, I got a speech problem. Don't make fun of me, you, no. you bully. <laughs> yeah, just because he had hey. extra syllables doesn't. <laughs> About time I got to use it on you instead of Jason. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> hey, it took a full count of the year. I'll take yeah. it. <laughs> right? All right. So, uh, week 15, first game uh, that was extended out into week 16, technically. Raiders-Browns, Monday night. The Raiders coming out on top 16 to the Browns, 14. Congratulations, Chris. Yeah. The first time I didn't pick the Raiders. Yeah, the me and Chris <laughs> picked the Raiders. Jason picked Cleveland. No, oh. no. Me and you picked Cleveland. Chris oh. picked the Raiders. <laughs> it is what happened. You're correct. You're yeah. correct. I'm sorry. So, I picked Cleveland. Oh, so, my goodness. I didn't know Nick Mullins was going to start. And here's something I'm going to say, bold prediction. Nick Mullins is the best third-string quarterback in the history of, you know what I'm saying, of the NFL. Nick Mullins has, have st- has had some historic games in San Francisco. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? With Kyle Shanahan as his OC. Unfortunately, <laughs> throwing it for 147 is not an explosive game, but he had them in the midst of a victory here. Cleveland had to have this victory, and they get the ball back to Derek Carr. You know what I'm saying? They're like a minute and a half left. He led down the field. Daniel Carson jacked up a 48 yard field goal, I want to say, and kicked them home, and they're both uh, set. Well, hey, after this game, there was seven to 7,500, both in the in um, the, the race, AFC playoff, yeah. uh, the playoff hunt, along with everybody else except for Jacksonville and the Houston Texans. <laughs> who praise God playing the AFC South. But, and that um, game was decided by a. Uh, Last second. So I just want to make sure yep. I understood what just happened. Brandon's spicy take for the week was the Nick, best third third quarterback of all time is Nick Mullins, and yeah. I will I will stand by that statement until uh, the cows come home. Hey, for right. his career, congratulations, Chris. Twenty six <laughs> touchdowns, twenty two interceptions, and a eighty and eighty eight uh, passer rating as a third string quarterback. That's not bad. That is pretty solid. I give it to Nick Mullins. And he looks like a frog. <laughs> go, go ahead. Hey, so we got one that sounds like one and one that looks like one. Uh, All right. Oh, and somebody's going to have to check Jason's math after this because I don't trust him. Quick uh, math. Go ahead. All right. Moving on to number uh, – to the, the next game, which was a Tuesday night game. Uh, Seahawks at Rams. Rams, again, coming out on top. Got this one wrong. 10. Yeah. So Matthew Stafford is very good in L.A. And um, somebody else is very good like in L.A. Him. is that other guy, Cup. I don't know if anybody's ever heard of him before, but he leads the entire league in receptions, yards, and touchdowns over Cooper Cup. Eastern Washington, and something me and you talked about before, is he he looks like an average guy. Yeah. He's not he's not Tyreek Hill fast. He's not Gronk big. He's not Randy Moss no. jumping ability. He's not Calvin Johnson just, hey, that dude big as mess, you know, double-team him outside. But he's open. Habitually. You want to know what the secret is? He's a habitual pass catcher. Go, go to YouTube and look up his training videos. I ain't doing wide I, receiver training. I'm telling you right now. I We show <laughs> it to training. all of our wide receivers <laughs> because when we discovered it, it was almost unreal because typically you have to go to like, you know, yeah, seminars like and, and train. Yeah, and, and, but he just puts them out on YouTube. And when you watch him train and then you compare it to his in-game route running, yeah. Everything makes that sense. That man runs a crispy route. He gets like, so low his, his, in transition. His, his outbreak is, is so amazing. filthy after like five yards. Good luck. You, good luck. And if you want to know how he did it, I'm telling you, go watch his YouTube. He goes over the outbreak in two of his YouTube videos. Yeah. And it's like he cha-chas on it, bro. I mean, he literally calls that his cha-cha. I mean, his little feet pump so hard in and out of that break, and he gets so low in transition. It He just, you understand why he's so wide open. Yeah. Every time. And what I will say to close this one out is hard work pays off. And I don't know if there was is a receiver in the NFL 
who works harder than Cooper Cup at his craft. I'm just yeah. going to leave it at that. Well, it certainly paid off for him because he uh, surpassed the Hall of Famer. It's Bruce. Isaac Bruce. Isaac Bruce. Yeah, yeah Isaac Bruce, who's um, a legendary Ram. For the most receptions in a season in Los Angeles Rams history, that was 119 set in 1995. And he's got multiple games left because this yeah. is last week's game. He's got multiple games left. That yeah. dude is a bad guy. And Colin Cowherd, who's on FS1, obviously, that we love Colin here. Sponsor us, please. And Joy Taylor, call me. <laughs> um, oh, okay. And uh, – he called this a couple of years ago. He said that there's a guy in Eastern Washington. If you've heard Colin's show, obviously that's his neck of the woods. He's a Washington guy. He said he's a slot guy. Or right now as a freshman, he could start right now doing the NFL a slot. And I was like, Cooper Cup? That don't even sound like somebody I want on my team. Colin was on this one from day one. Mm-hmm. Now, Colin would tell you when he's wrong. He has an entire segment that where Colin was right and Colin was wrong. He'll <laughs> tell you when he, you know, he yeah. fudged up. Yeah. I said fudge. I got you. I caught you. All right, let's get this one out of the way. He nailed it. So, hey, Cooper Cup's an animal. All right, lastly. Uh, Actually, firstly, I want to talk about this. It's uh, the Eagles versus the COVID team. I mean, uh, Washington football team. No, it's the Washington COVIDs. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. That's our new number. It's the Washington Amari 21 of the players have already bought in. (laughs) That's a fair point. So, Washington football team 17 to the Eagles 27 on this one. Yeah. Uh, there's not much. I mean, listen. When there's you're, a lot to be said. There. Not, not really. Uh, here, okay, this is what I'd say from it. Yes, congratulations, Seriani. Congratulations, Eagles. You seem to be performing well. Um, the other thing is, you know, you beat a team that had quite a few of its players out for COVID. More importantly, I would say that there's one silver lining from all this. The days of well, anybody, you know, backup quarterbacks can come in and all shine. Um, you know, what Taylor Heineke did last year in the playoffs is, like, not that great. Except the silver lining to this is all of you who said that were absolutely morons. Stupid morons. And you're wrong. 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 <laughs> okay? If, if, if what Taylor Heineke has done while on the field wasn't enough to sell him as a starting quarterback for Washington going forward, then his absence and the lack of production in his absence should. Yeah, it makes the heart grow finer, as they say. I'm telling you. Like, you don't have to go out. And here, and here's the thing about Heineke. You don't have to go out. It's nice. And spend the whole, yeah, and spend <laughs> the whole bank on him. No. You can sign this guy to a four-year, $40 million contract. I'd He's give him 48. Gonna, you, he, give him 48. He, I would be He's going to be happy. You're going to get the opportunity to see if he can produce in the long run. And guess what? At the end of it, he'll be 31, 32. He'll have just enough time left on the average calendar, not Tom Brady calendar, but average calendar. A five of, years. If he's good, he's got three we got five. another good contract yeah. extension out of him, and he can make the $100, $200 million. I think just having a guy, especially in y'all's franchise, I'm not picking on y'all for once. I mean, this is a literal statement. Having a guy in the room who you don't have to look at, okay, who's our quarterback? Okay, you know what's that guy. Dude, yes. It's like having a stepdad that's steady. He ain't your real dad, but, hey, it's nice yeah, to have one. I was going to say he's consistent. Yeah, that's, nothing else. There's something to be said for Anything that. with consistency in, as far as the quarterback position goes in Washington would be great. We are the – we have the highest number of quarterback changeover in, like, the past decade. Eight. Eight quarterbacks. Yeah, I feel like Cleveland got something to say about that. Since 2019. That has started 2019? for us. Eight quarterbacks since 2019. Sweet Jesus. It is in. Sane. Hey, I'll start next Sunday. <laughs> so I can rip it, though. I, but here, look, Washington, do right. Get you a starting quarterback, 
for less than $50 million, which is that's unheard a, of. That's, that's a steal. That Take is a Ross bend yeah. for starting quarterbacks. Take the savings. Start at Burks. And, and get some receivers and get some help no. in the secondary. Yeah, I was going to say, you need to help that front seven and secondary because Jalen Hurst going for close to 300 on y'all and then Miles Tennant is going for 131 on the ground. That that starting line for y'all has been so heavily invested. I kind of feel bad yeah. about teams are lining up and punching y'all in the mouth this year. Something's amiss. Now, obviously, sweating young. Being out a little bit hurt. Been out. So, you know, obviously. I like our linebacking core. I like our front but four. But that back four is rough. It is not. A, listen, Curl, Jackson, these guys are good. Jackson's I don't okay. Understand. I like William Jackson. Yeah. I mean, I Jackson's okay. I don't necessarily understand. I don't. Do you think it's a scheme fit, though, with Del Rio or no? No. Del Rio is one of the greatest defensive coaches of all time. I think it's going to be fine. I think changing from a 3 4 to a 4 3 in one year is a big adjustment. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay? So, I think one more year under the 4-3 system with Del Rio is going to be huge for them because it's a different blitz packages that you got to put in there. It's a lot of it's a lot of learning changes. It's a lot of uh, alterations to the scheme and the idea and the training and the coaching. Give it time. It's going, to, it's going to come. I have all the faith in Del Rio. I have all the faith in our starting players on defense. Maybe one or two more players to help round out the dime and nickel packages wouldn't be a bad idea. Yeah. But – we need more talent in the backfield and on the receiving core. I like our O-line. I like Heine. Here's the deal. You get in for $40 million for four years, you can either go get you a nice quarterback out of college or you can retain, you know, Fitzpatrick or somebody else for no, five to ten million. No, what you to go get is somebody outside of Terry McLaurin that's got to catch pass in this football season. Exactly, but you've like, got to get receivers. You've yeah, got to like, get receivers. From game to game, y'all have one weapon. I'm like sick and tired of Washington missing on receivers. We haven't hit on a receiver. We hit like on one receiver every decade. And you look at other teams. Even Miami Dolphins is hit with Waddle and some of those. Yeah, Jamar Chase with Cincinnati. When are we? The Dallas Cowboys got eight dang receivers that can start, go anywhere and start. We we got Terry. I mean, Logan Thomas is okay. Don't get me well, wrong. That boy he's stay healthy. He can't stay healthy. He's just like our last one that was really good. Can't stay healthy. Who was that tight end? Jordan. For y'all? Uh, oh God Almighty. Um, uh, if, whatever. He can't stay healthy. Jordan. That's who it was. Christian McCaffrey. No. Well, whatever. <laughs> yeah, he could not stay healthy. Great, great tight end. Yeah, look this. it up. Great tight end. One of the most athletic. Great hands. Couldn't stay healthy. Jordan Reed. Jordan Reed. Didn't he look yeah. it up and hit me mid stride? Yeah. Get me another tight end. You know, Seals, Jones, I don't know, maybe. You know, give me some more wide receivers. Get us, and this year's the draft to do it. Yeah, because y'all, this is not the draft that you want to find yourself trying to find a quarterback in. No, you know, obviously, if you need some DB help or wide receivers, this now, is probably this your is one. the draft. Well, this is your one. I think he's proven himself to us. So, but like, here, we we should show a little bit of appreciation. Here's to the that. thing: yeah, you can get a guy like that who's called a bridge quarterback, and people look at that term as like, oh, that's disgusting. No, 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 no. Everybody has bridge jobs, bridge the relationships, bridge vehicles until. Like, crap, I lived in a British house for six years. <laughs> you need to find something to hold you over until you get, you know what I'm where you need to go. Absolutely. I feel like he is the he is the prototypical, the, you know, you know he gives you no trouble off the field. Guys in the locker room love him. He's he's athletic enough. Yeah. He's got a good arm. And Terry loves to do. Like, I've better heard Terry. Better He's better than what you had. And he's better than any quarterback y'all have had hey, outside of RG3's the rookie year. Bridge term is a uh, – Kirk Cousins is better. Sorry. Kirk Cousins is the best quarterback we've had in a long time. 
and we let him go. Just gonna let that one drop down. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, but I mean, that's fine. He's good though. Yeah, here's yeah, the deal. Is, he's a good. <laughs> he's a good bridge quarterback, like you said, and not the bridge that has to be crossed tomorrow. No, but look, we get him four. Bridge, to, you know, we can get him four to eight years. We get four to eight years out of out of Heineke as our starter. If you get three, that's pretty good. But here's why I say that: you get four to eight. Take your time and find the right quarterback and coming out of college. You got eight years. You could probably use Heineke unless he gets hurt. Now that that that's something where he hasn't always been able to remain healthy due to his play style. He's a little reckless back there sometimes. He's got he's added he fifteen plays a little pounds. Backyard football. He's strong. He's got stronger. He's added fifteen pounds. He's a much in a much better position to take the beating that is going to come his way than he's ever been. Okay, <laughs> beating on Heidi. I see you over there laughing, Chris. Wow. <laughs> I didn't take the beating. So, so real quick, I want to take the focus off the Washington football team. We've got a minute and a half left in this segment. All right, wait, yeah, Roy. Looking at the Eagles, uh, Jalen Hurts surpassed Michael Vick for the most rushing touchdowns by a quarterback in a season in Philadelphia history. It's unfair comparison. That was nine in 2010 set by Michael Vick. It's unfair comparison. Stat, you could pass Michael Vick rushing the ball as a huge deal, but like Jason said, like this is Michael it, Vick post-prison. Yeah. Had nine rushing touchdowns. <laughs> Michael Vick's to minor Jackson generation. It was Lamar Jackson to, you know, our son to set in my opinion, Michael Vick better. was better. Yeah, Vick set the tone out of Virginia Tech. He was tra- he was a transcendent player. He was Cam Newton, Mike Vick, my mama, everybody. Wrote a- he was really he set the tone for guys like Lamar and and all of them, Pat Mahomes. Like yeah, guys who are mobile and Rogers. To be fair, now obviously yeah. it's two different ball games, but he set the guy. You know, he set the trend for guys dude, who run. There wasn't no read option. There was no quarterback boy, powers. Those Michael, things didn't exist. Michael Vick he in the read option would bust what, your that, head, boy. Could you could. imagine? There wouldn't be no surpassing him. Chris, you ever see Mike Vick play? No. Doing the break, just take one minute and watch Michael Vick highlights. You're gonna be like his run touchdowns, his rushing touchdowns came off of pass plays that were broken up and you would go catch him. forty yards, fifty yards. I mean, it was. Yeah, there's no compare. It was beautiful. I don't hate on Hurts. Hurts is doing fine. Oh, Hurts has been really well for them this year. Let, I'm, let's yeah, I'm not shocked. even, don't even start comparing the two, bro. No. <laughs> Anyways, thank you, Vanco Outdoor Power Equipment, for sponsoring this hour of 3rd and 8 here on Next Door Radio, nextdoorradio.com, and this beautiful UCC Studios. When we get back, we're going to jump right in to our week 16 picks. It's 16. Yes. Yeah, we yeah. finally got the math for our this bad boy. 16 picks. All right, check it on the flip side. Speaking of math, check his. <laughs> uh, it's right. You have hey, he has ninety three. Uh, you have ninety, and I have seventy eight. I like the math. He has ninety three, and I have ninety. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I went twelve and three this week. (laughs) Would you? (laughs) We'll be right back. I just left. Oh boy, that's not good. Mouth is open every day. Wrong. That was very, very wrong. Yeah. Oh yeah, he won't kiss me. It was a hot take. It kissed me in five minutes. and got your payback. <laughs> Third and eight is back. Hey guys, welcome back here to Third and Eight on Next Door Radio with NextDoorRadio.com. Of course, Jason looks a little. Um, hey, flabbergasted or flustered. I got off two F-words and hit the bad one on this show. So that's the way to start off segment two here on third and eight. I like it, Jason. Man. What's got you all uh, hey, frazzled over there to Miss Frizzle? Well, just looking at the math right now. Uh, he would need a magic even, school quiz. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. I ain't going to say it on radio. Before we even. I like uh, Miss Frizzle a lot. Go ahead. Yeah, well, she was cute. Um, before we even take into consideration today's game, which uh-huh. just scrolling down the list, it doesn't look good for me. 
Um, Duh. I would almost have to be near perfect in the last two weeks to stage a miracle comeback. <laughs> so after this week, it is entirely possible that it would be in, uh, you know, unfeasible. Unfeasible, sorry. Unfeasible. Who's got a feast? <laughs> unfeasible. It would be unfeasible for me even to mathematically come back. So I'm just going to cross my fingers and and just hope that there's a chance at the end of this that I might <laughs> just follow our lead to come be back. Because look, no, that's the thing. As <laughs> of right now, oh, you're right. going to have to be wrong on every game. Yeah. <laughs> like, so he, you you can catch me. He yeah he. Yeah. yeah. Statistically, he doesn't have yeah. a chance. Yeah, I was no. trying to be nice. I was like, he, yeah. he, he get close. I think somebody played with my picks. Yeah, you. In the season. <laughs> you like, did. Like, we That's walked into the studio earlier. Like, we walked into the studio earlier, right? And I sat down, and I'm looking at the yeah. paper, and I'm like, who picked the Panthers <laughs> over the Bucks? Yeah, and I told Chris, who wrote I was this like, down? He's like, no, nah, you did. Yeah. I did. <laughs> what? Well, I said we need to show pre-show every week. Jason reading back his picks to Jason, and him, you know, like having the realization in the upside of here, like, oh yeah, this was me. Yeah, it's like that Spider-Man meme. Who did this? And he's pointing at himself. <laughs> like, <laughs> idiot. All right, uh, go ahead. Well, all right, let's pick him up first. One, Monday night's actual Week 16 game: uh, Vikings Bears. Vikings came out 17 to the Bears 9. Yeah, I was right about this one. Unfortunately, both of you are too. <laughs> that was Chris. Minnesota's fewest net passing yards in a week since week 7, 24. Yeah. They had 12 61. for 24, yeah. 87 yards. Yeah. <laughs> that isn't Kirk Cousins on a drive or a half. That is Kirk Cousins in a game. Go ahead. Say what's on your heart. Yards. Go ahead. Say what's on your heart. Nothing. That was just a really poor game. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was about to say, <laughs> don't even. He still come out with a dub, but yeah. 87 yards, my the, dude. The, the difference is, the difference is uh, Tua last season had more games for less than 100 yards than he did games over 200 yards. Kirk Cousins has consecutively and consistently put together 4,000-yard-plus seasons and is – Again, in the top five quarterbacks, performance-wise, yet again in 2021. So don't even, don't even start comparing. I mean, I was going to, but okay. Don't. Don't, because there is none. Yeah, he's eighth in yards, eighth in touchdowns, and fourth in interceptions. So, I mean, he's performing at the top ten rated. We've talked about it on the show briefly. He's, you know, he's having a really good year. But, you know, I don't feel like, you know what I'm saying, the Vikings going forward have a huge – you know, had a decision to make outside of Mike Zimmer, and hopefully they can find a new, you know, head defensive coordinator. No, they need to find a new offense coordinator. That is fair. Now, with all the weapons you, you got. Outside of the L.A. Rams and Tampa and Dallas, maybe, you cannot – there's nowhere to argue you can't produce some points with Kirk Cousins at quarterback because you got Dalvin Cook yeah. and Alexander Madison, who's probably a 1A to 1B backup in the league at running back. Jetta at receiver, Adam Thielen, who's unfortunately hurt, and K.J. Osborne, who's their slot guy. Yeah. He's had a really nice past couple months in Minnesota. You know, he's come on really strong here, and it's been really nice, you know what I'm saying, to have a third compliment because you know Adam and Jetta are going to get double covered a lot. And that's the problem. You pick your poison, you know what I'm saying? You double cover yeah. one of those guys and Dallas Cook's busting over the head for 90 yards. That's the thing. I'm going to tell you right now, there's been whispers in Minnesota about them moving off of Kirk Cousins. You would have to be as stupid as Washington is, and that's hard. Or – Maybe they have less primetime games next year. Stop it. Kirk Cousins in that 1 o'clock spot <laughs> is deadly, dog. I'm telling you, you give Kirk Cousins a 1 o'clock game, he going to shred you. But he, he lost today in the 1 o'clock game. Eh? Uh, yeah, but look who he played. Yeah, he's, not, 
He's not the quarterback going forward, you know, who I think has the biggest question mark as far as, you know, the Bears and Vikings. And honestly, to me, is Justin Fields. Next year, he's going to have a new head football coach. Matt Nagy is going to get the Texas two-step straight up out of Chicago. I don't know how he hasn't got it yet. Yeah, if you're going to fire Urban Meyer, they'll fire uh, hey, Matt Nagy just just off principle of being terrible. <laughs> don't, don't fire him because you like him. Or dislike him, just fire him because he sucks at his. That's their performance firing. That is not. Hey, I like this guy. We keep him. That is that guy sucks at his job yeah. and he got to go. And all kidding aside, like Matt Nagy is a terrible head football coach. I hope that one day I can be a bad football coach. In the NFL. <laughs> yeah, make me as being bad. Sign me up today. But yeah, no, no but there is seriously going. conversations about Minnesota moving off, and I'm gonna tell you right now, yeah. do that. St- that would be not. That would be so. Who do you? Who you got? Who do you got? Who do you got I mean, that they can took replace Kelly Kirk Mond Cousins in the third round this year? I don't feel like Kelly Mond. This is who who are you hoping to get? Aaron Rodgers. This is a conundrum though with Kirk like, Cousins. <laughs> this is a conundrum that you fall into though with Kirk Cousins. You have an offensive skill set of guys who are ex- easily top five in the league. A top three. You know how you can really argue over those three. Do you hey find a quarterback that's stable, who's cheaper? That You're can kind of lead to. those guys. Oh, boy, hey, Kirk kind of high on the salary cap. Not in comparison to who? He was high five years ago. He ain't high no more. Carry on. I'm going to see who the highest quarterback cap hits are for. Uh... Look, here's my thing. Who? Kirk Cousins is the most consistent player on that team. So next year, he'll be the third highest paid quarterback in the league. Uh, uh, behind Matt Ryan and Rodgers. That's $45 million. And one of them should is. not be ahead of him. And one of them is washed. Yeah. Like, Matt Ryan couldn't even cover a four-and-a-half point spread I'm against saying. the Lions today. Matt and you're Ryan about to, and Look, and it's not – look, next year you're going to have Lamar probably getting a new contract. I mean, there's going to be guys making more money. Than, uh, get out of here. Man. That's all I'm saying. Look, go on. Do something stupid. Minnesota, because the only reason I pull for you is because Kurt. All right, the okay. top ten quarterback hit stuff for next year is Matt Ryan, Aaron Rodgers. I can see he, you know, he should be one or yeah, two, but he's gonna be Kurt, out of here. Uh, the Deshaun, who's probably gonna be in a jumpsuit orange, Ryan Tannehill, who don't deserve to be number five, hey, Russell Wilson, who's probably gonna play in New York, Pat Mahomes at seven. Okay, that Prescott at eight, Jared Goff at nine, he's getting replaced, and Carson Wentz at ten. Now I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna be real with you. It would be, it would not be good for Kurt. But if Minnesota moved off of him, there's a couple places you can go and be a star. The Lions. Hold on. Hear me out on this. Hear me out on this. How would you feel? Oh, come on back home, baby. I was getting ready to say. If the Vikings. Come on back home. Cut Cousins. He went to Washington. Come on back. And the Vikings got. uh, Heineke. I'll say Baker Mayfield or (laughs) Jimmy Garoppolo. Come on back to Papa, baby. Come on back home down here to this burgundy and go where you belong, brother. That's all I get. You got you, hey, you like that? Hey, come on back. Having no, you and Heine on the having you and Heine on the roster oh, would be amazing. <laughs> Listen. Hey, wait, so we gonna have cousins Heine? Yeah. <laughs> Heine's cousins, yeah. Look, I thought it was Washington football. Yeah, West Virginia Mountaineers. It might, look, <laughs> I would kill to have cousins back. And Heine, both of them on the roster. Get out of here, because Heine could go play like receiver or something. I mean, a little slot or something. Yeah, the old razzle down. Yeah, get up there, dude. Uh, Taysom Hill, like, look, he could, by all means, Minnesota. Here's what would probably end up happening. Now, if he could come back to Washington, that'd be great. That's but I could see though. him going. There's to gonna like, be too much mutual. I don't know though. 
Because his only problem was with Jay Gruden. Yeah, he's gone. You know, and that's out of there. So Yeah, but for forty eight million bucks, honestly, I would you can rather, find yeah, you a I good quarterback for twenty twenty two. Yeah. Who can take them skill guys and kinda like, you know, and then you got another sum of money to buy some guys on defense, that'd be the smart Minnesota play in my would book. be stupid to get rid of him. But if he did if they did I can see Cousins going somewhere like the 49ers because he's better than Garoppolo. He could go to Atlanta, be better than, than Matt. He could go to the Lions and perform. Anybody would be stupid not to take a top-five quarterback, which is exactly what Kirk Cousins is, leaving it at that. I don't yeah. care what Colin Cowherd says. Well, let's move on to the 49ers-Titans. Uh, I was right. This was Y'all the Thursday wrong. night game. <laughs> 49ers uh, falling to the Titans with – 20 for the Titans, 17 for the 49ers. And this game is going to be called How You Mess Up a Quality <laughs> Ticket on Thursday. What's up to kick off? Because I had the 49ers winning this game at minus 125, I think is what it was. And and they let me down on this. So yeah. the Colts and the Titans were chin to chin here. You know, you know, obviously fighting here, you know what I'm saying, for a playoff spot. And the Titans were were slacking a little bit. And, you know, here come the 49ers in the Tennessee, and they were kind of rolling. I was like, hmm. Yeah. Ryan Tannehill does not play well lately. Still didn't play great in this game. He done just enough, you know, to win him a football game. And the Niners just, just, I hate them. I've said this about five weeks straight. They are the most confusing team in the NFL to me. They can lose by four, they lose by two, win by four, they win by two. And it seems like they do one of each each month. Yeah. And it drives me <laughs> up the wall. Though my cousin's a San Fran fan. And I was talking about it. He was like, our consistency is our inconsistency. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can respect that because at least you know what you're getting into. He said, though, it's like a roller coaster ride. Like, That's you the know what you're getting into. The only problem I have with Kyle Shanahan's system is the system is so good that you think you can plug and play. Yeah. But at some point, talent rises to the top. And you want to talk about talent, boy. Debo Samuel, nine catches at 159. Bam. AJ Brown, he had 11 catches at 145. Those two guys in the same draft with Terry McLaurin, and I forgot all the guys in that draft. It was a loaded wide receiver draft that year, though. But Debo Samuel is the most versatile player in football to me right now. He runs the ball. (laughs) Sorry, Chris. I see you celebrating. What's happening? Uh, We we just had a Teddy. It's cool. Keep going. Oh, Washington did? Is it 14 to 7? It's 21 to 7. Oh. So basically, y'all, okay. We finally done got one. Yeah. (laughs) Y'all still 14 down. But. You know, hey, going forward, the Titans are ten and five right now. Though, as it sits, and the Niners are eight and seven. Titans is probably gonna win. You know, hey, our division. You know, send to the uh, hey NFC South. Hopefully, I cross my fat fingers. They'll be in the four series, and we'll be in the five series, so we can beat them at their house in the playoffs. Because that's that's what would happen to me. So, how do we pick this game? I picked the Titans. You both picked the Forty Niners. That's okay, because that's the last time that that happens on this thing, I bet. So. Well, I think it wasn't the deal Derek Henry was not back for this game. Right? Yeah, he's not back. Okay. He still ain't back. He, and that's why we were thinking. Yeah. San Fran to kind of hit a stride. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The Titans are kind of playing kind of like trash. Hey, they're and eight they for seven. They're, yeah. they're above 500. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah, still yeah. in the playoffs currently. So, uh, Moving on. Here's a game that I was so Browns, close on. Packers. Story of my life. So close. Yeah, so yeah, far so away. Far. All right, Packers you, leading that one with twenty four. The Browns twenty two. Yeah, you and uh, you and uh, uh, Brandon picked uh, the Packers. I went with the Browns. Well, and I think we also agreed though that this could be a potentially tight game. Yeah, and it was twenty two to twenty four. Spread was four and a half. Aaron Rodgers surpassed Hall of Famer Brett Favre yep. for the most pass touchdowns in Green Bay history. Four forty two was mm. the previous record. Yeah, 
Hey, look, I lean into my mic and everything. I want y'all to hear me loud and clear, though, with no stutter. Aaron Rodgers is twice the quarterback Brett Favre he could ever hope to be. And I mean that with every ounce of my being. And it's a lot of ounces in this being. Do you feel what I'm saying? He broke his touchdown record and threw half, half as many interceptions. Yeah. And I want to say it's closer to one-third. Yeah. And he did it in less time. Yeah. I love Brett Favre. Growing up, he was my dad's favorite quarterback to watch on Sundays. Yeah. Favre would rip it. He was backyard street ball. I love Brett Favre. But Aaron Rodgers is so meticulous and pinpoint passing to just make you mad watching him on Sundays. He's the best throw to football I've ever seen. Hands down. Speaking, I'm of, Brett Favre, speaking of Brett Favre, he, you know, that was Heineke's hero. That's who Heineke plays I mean, like. I could see how. Oh, and if anybody's checking, I am a size Taylor Heineke um, jersey uh, in seat covered size. <laughs> if anybody's looking. Like, like boat covers, anything yeah, that size. When you say seat, yeah. like office chair or recliner because no, I'm a recliner. It, I'm lazy boy. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, look, I was wrong. The Browns fell in this game. It was a close game. You know what bothers me though with head Should coaches in the NFL? Yeah. This one of them times where the coaches outthought himself. Mm-hmm. Your quarterback had multiple picks in the first half. Your mm-hmm. running back is averaging seven and a half yards of carry. Why not give him the ball? So you're like, look, so here's my quarterback who's not having a good game, who's coming off COVID and an injury, who's not played well all year, and here's our running back getting seven yards of carry. The hell with it. I'll throw it. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> you literally passed the yourself out of game. playoff contention, Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. Now, you've, you've been a really good head coach right now. You know what I'm saying? This is your second year. Yeah, you make bad calls. He's been a yeah. solid head coach, and this is – this is a game he should learn from. You know what I'm saying? Nick Chubb, that was the best player hey, on the football field outside of Devontae Adams, 10 catches, 114, and two tutties, best wide receiver in football, now the D-Hop's hurt. You could really argue him and D-Hop on 1A, 1B, in my opinion. But Chubb had 126 and a touchdown on 17 carries. Baker had exactly twice as many throws. Do you know That's how, not how you win football games. I'm sorry. You know how well Chubb played in the first half of that game? I actually went on Madden and drafted him in a fantasy draft. I mean, him. Nick Chubb is a I solid. drafted him and Jonathan Taylor. I but have a stack backfield. I don't. You should really. have picked up like Blake Bortles at quarterback <laughs> in like the 30th round. And just no, nah, I got Deshaun Watson. Some idiot left him sitting there. So well, hey, RIP to you. Yeah. Um, you know, they were going to take him off. They are going to cart yeah. him off right on Madden. They are going to walk oh, out yeah. on the field. And cart. I got a question hey, about Madden. What? Why is Bill Belichick's name not on there? You Okay, so he's had a beef. Um, It's like a copyright issue. Like you – it's either they got to pay him or he's got to pay them. And he was like, no. So under the New England playbook, it's just New England offense. Yeah, New, New England defense. See, it's I understand there. when they did that to John Gruden. Yeah, like that makes like, sense. But why Bill's not Bill? always Bill's always <laughs> been that way. You wow. can never find their playbooks on man. It's just any it, it, offense, it, yep. any defense. Yeah. It's always been like, hey, man, props to Bill for trying to butt the system up. But Kevin Stefanski, man, you got to give Chub- – hey, feed your Chubb, Nick. All right, Colson hey, oh, Carter. Oh, 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 real ahead. quick, sorry, I sorry. found the stat you were talking about. Yeah. Uh, so, Rodgers was 443 with 93 career interceptions. Yeah. Favre was 442 with 286. Yeah. So, 90 yeah. to 280. So, he is three times third, yeah. the quarterback. Now, I love, like I said, it ain't nothing against Brett Favre, but he threw the same amount of touchdown passes and turned it over three times less. Now, to be fair, remember, let's keep it in context, you know, during different Brett Favre's tenure, different area, yeah. they ran the ball a little bit more than what they do now. Which but, makes it more impressive yeah. that Aaron has done it in one third less picks because they're throwing it more. Yeah, that's true. So, so <laughs> I, I, did, I did the math uh, real quick. That is 
80% for Rodgers. That's pretty daggone good. God okay. almighty, boy. And 56% for Favre. He throws 50% more touchdowns than picks. Yeah, that's pretty da- – yeah. That, that's still Hall of Fame yeah, level. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the absurdity of it yeah. is that Favre is already Hall of Fame level, and that's been proven in his Vernon Kent. And then, hey, Rod's like, yo, watch this. Yeah. <laughs> and this is what Packer fans need to appreciate. I feel like he legit said hold my Yeah, media. they don't realize <laughs> how lucky of an organization they are. They have literally went from Brett Favre Makes to Aaron no Rodgers. Makes no sense. With – and they're the most disappointing. Fr- How do you go from that to that in a four-year stretch? But to an Bowls. end at the end of this season, I think, unless they win the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, absolutely. That comes to Aaron an end. has told them, "All right, dog, it's been good. It's been real. Like it's been real. It's been fun. It's not been real fun. I'm getting right. out of here." Can Bye. you? Can they mend that relationship? You better. But can, you why can't they do? <laughs> if you like, it, uh, you know, imagine you're Aaron. I'm Green Bay. What could I say to you? What could I give you? What could I do for you? That would be able to keep you. I want total roster control. Okay. <laughs> Just on the offensive side oh of the ball. I want to know every, I mean, seriously, like it sounds crazy, but he can literally hold him hostage. He held him hostage all day on offseason for Randall Cobb. He could have asked for DeAndre Hopkins and made do. I would have asked for Odell. I would have you it's not that he's lacking offensive talent. He's got Adams. He's got A.J. Dillon, who's coming into his own. He's the second year back out of Boston College. He's got Aaron Jones. He's got an MVS, because I'm not saying his last name on radio. Uh, you know, he's, Scaling. Yeah. Um, Valdez. Yeah, the Lazard, who called his record-breaking test. I mean, he's got guys. But there's only two guys on that team who scare you, and that's 12 and 17. You know, um, uh, uh, Aaron and Adams, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, Aaron and Devontae, that's it. There needs to be a third guy at some point, you know what I'm saying? A tight end, something, anything helps. That'd be nice to get it. Yeah. So, all right, let's 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 jam one more in here. Okay. Colts and Cardinals. Colts let's Cardinals. Let's squeeze it in, boy, because it was criminal <laughs> that night, boy. Colts it coming in on top, 22 to the Cardinals, 16. Colts are now 9-6. and six. The Cardinals are 10-5. and five. Hey, we were all right about this one. Hey, hear me out on this. We lost our entire offensive line. Our center was out. He has some personal issues. Him and his wife has some. It's uh, okay. You got Jonathan issues. Taylor. Um, <laughs> Quentin Nelson was out. Our starting tackles were out. Our backup guard got hurt in the game. We were down to two offensive linemen, and one of them had never taken a professional snap. Mm. And we walked into the second-place team at the crib in the Arizona Cardinals and slapped y'all upside the forehead. And somehow they still cl- uh, clinched the playoff berth th- today. Yeah, because somebody else lost. I forgot how mad uh, the, that uh, Yeah, um, who I, was it that lost? Don't, I, don't get me to lie to you because I really don't know. Because I, so, I think Minnesota's loss is yeah. what clinched him. So, like, we didn't have Darius Leonard, who's our best player, like, outside of Quentin Nestor on the whole team. is It goes, in my opinion, Leonard, uh, Nelson, Leonard, and then Jonathan Taylor. In that order. Um, he was out. Our short safety, Willis, was out. Our uh, hey, wide receiver was out. Uh, Zach Pascal And seven offensive linemen and our starting tight end. Yeah. The Arizona Cardinals have hit a landslide here. They started yeah. off 7-0. and They're 10-5 and and a 3-5 and down the stretch. You think they're just like saving it up for the playoffs? And- <laughs> I don't know. They better not have <laughs> a home back game. out and be like, hello. Hey, they're 3-4 <laughs> and four at home and the Colts are 5-2 and two on the road right now. Yeah. That. Going into the playoffs, you don't want to be a team who loses at home. And the coaches lined up and pounded him over the head with John Taylor. 108 yards. But a guy who I want to talk about who I'm tired of everybody bashing him is Carson Wentz. Hey, 18 for 28 and two touchdowns. Is that Hall of Fame level? No. You know what it is? It's a captain on the ship. Just don't wreck the boat. That's all we ask Wentz to do week after week. Hey, Wentz, just don't wreck the boat. 
He let us down the field. You know what I'm saying? He had a touchdown pass to Desmond Patton in the back of the end zone. Hey, do you know who Desmond Patton is? No. Me neither. All right. And I, I'm, he's been on our squad for, I think, a couple of seasons. You know what I'm saying? He's lived on the practice squad. But here, here's our receivers. Michael Pittman, T.Y. Hilton, hey, Mo Alley-Cox, Ashton Doolin, Desmond Patton, Naeem Hines, Granson, and Taylor. And, not, and Granson's a rookie. And Hines a running back. Yeah, Hines is a running back, and we all know who Naeem Hines is. Desmond Patton, he had one catch. Tutty, that's clutch. Ashton Doolin, he runs a bunch of our verses and jet sweeps. He's pretty good. You know, he's a special teams guy. Hey, Mo Alley Cox, the one of the best names in sports, tight ends. He's solid number two tight end. T.Y. Hilton. But Michael Pittman, he had 12 targets and eight catches of 82 yards. He's our number one, two, and three receiver right now. The Cardinals have placed this loss at, you know, honestly, the Coast didn't win this game. Cardinals lost it. Well, and that's my thing. Like, they're on a, a losing streak yeah. just out of nowhere. Yeah, they kind of threw over 43 times. He has 75 yards, say, on the ground and four rushes. Don't He's athletic for a reason. Don't turn him into Drew Brees. Run the ball with Kyler Murray. It's not going to kill him, hypothetically. Right. Well, maybe. Hey, I'm proud of us, man. Nine and six right now. Hey, we were 0-3 and 1-5 and to start the year. And we're 9-6. and six. Eight and three down the stretch. I'm loving it right now. You know what I'm saying? The props to you, Coach Nation. Merry Christmas to us. Jason, take us out, man. It was a good week Thank for you, me. Vanco Outdoor Power Equipment, for sponsoring this hour of 3rd Nate here on Next Door Radio, nextdoorradio.com. When we get back, we're going to finish up. Or not finish up. We're too long-winded for that. But we're going to keep talking about, you know, these picks. Week 16. Yeah, week 16 picks. <laughs> uh, we call it, it looks like any other week to me, a bunch of bad ones. But uh, uh, we'll see you on the flip side. There's something else that happened in Arizona. Not even a great fraud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's something you feed a hummingbird and a fat one to death. There's a substance there that resembles the stuff that this made after they made hot dogs. Third and eight is back. Hey guys, hey, third and eight is back on Next Door Radio, nextdoorradio.com. Uh, hey, welcome to Sir Pro. It's a sponsor of ours now, though. Uh, the supported sponsor, Prop Appreciate Sir Pro. Hey, like it never even happened, you heard me? That's why Washington's hoping this game hey, ended. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Dang it, Jason. I was about Boy. to say, you want to talk about something like it never even happened? 28 7. Washington is fighting yeah. amongst themselves. I'm glad to see them showing some fight. Unfortunately, it's the Ron Payne and Jonathan Allen, who were teammates at Alabama having a fist fight and a kerfuffle on the sidelines as. Oh, it's 35 to 7. Good yeah. night. Yes, somebody Pat, somewhere right now needs to call 919-790-1222 to see if we can make this like it never even happened. Good Jesus night. Lord, man. I mean, <laughs> never mind. Whatever. Never mind. The fifth fight didn't help yeah. on the sidelines, apparently. Say, y'all can read better how to talk about NFL rosters. <laughs> <laughs> like, good gracious, boy. That is beating y'all like stepchildren. Like oh, that. it's horrible. Like Craig and Debo, this is a disaster for y'all. I, don't, I feel like this is all a setup because I was listening to the talk shows today and everybody was like, tonight's the night that Dallas belts us back. And I'm like, no, nah, probably not. But here we are. <laughs> like... They no, were right. Dude, so they, that COVID week hurt whew. us. Yeah, dude. That's what I'm going with anyway. And so does Dallas. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Sorry, Dallas. Either way. Anyway. All right. Okay, so picking up with Giants-Eagles. Eagles yeah. coming out on top, 34 to Giants, 10. Giants are now 4-11. and 11. Eagles are 8-7. and seven. And to uh, think I was laughing at the Giants. And here we are. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I said early on, Giants would easily be a top five worst team in football, and they're standing by that right now. They're with 4-11. and 11. And – this is the crazy part. You're in the midst of a 4-11 season, probably not going to win anymore this year. And you have already made 
the choice to say yes, Joe Judge and Daniel Jones are going to be back next I year. I think that. Okay. Why would you make that preemptive choice? And you got two first round picks in the top ten because there's no good quarterback. Not really. That yeah. That well, actually, are the Kenny Pickett is probably the best one right now. Yeah, but they're now. not. They're, I wouldn't necessarily say he's any better than Daniel, Daniel Jones. Jones. And honestly, I don't know that Joe Joe Judge has done a horrible job. Pardon me. But bless you. Fine. It's like it never yeah. even happened. Yeah, like it never even happened. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's a pro for that. Nah. Um. So like, I don't know. Joe Judge. I think he needs one more season. I, I'm kind of digging that the Giants have said, "Look, we're going to give this guy three or four seasons because every coach should be given that, yeah. unless you're Urban Meyer and you kick See, people." And like, this like, really kind of makes me think. You know, where it's like, you know, hey, remember the Giants are doing it the correct way. Yeah. And the Giants have never been a franchise to really rush and make a decision. Nope. They've waited it out with Eli through all the years. Eli was bad, and that was pretty much every year besides the two years he'd be playing <laughs> the Super Bowl. He was really go hard or go home on it. But yeah. I just don't know if if him and Jones are the answer together. Now, I like Joe Judge. You know, I just feel like he might be in over his skis a little bit. I don't know. I think Joe Judge is going to be fine. Um, but – I think with the Daniel Jones situation, it's I I, I need to see another year of draft picks because this one just next year it's a little bit better roster coming up uh, for quarterback drafts. And this year just wasn't hitting on much, and you know I know what I got with Daniel, and it's not horrible. It's more of an injury thing. Yeah, yeah, it's not great. This the same spot that the New York Jets went last year with Sam Darnold. You know what you have, and it's both good and bad. You've seen some flashes of Danny Dimes. Yeah, where he was you nice. No vanilla Vic, if you will. So you know, he he's got some movement to it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'll never forget but it, that. Yeah, that was one of the. Oh God. Um, <sighs> like that in the butt fumble too. You know, hey, up there for me as far as blunders and you know what I'm saying in the NFL. But you've seen some times where Danny does have a pretty good arm. Yeah. He, you know, he's he's athletic. He's mobile. He's, he's tall. Smart, he's big. He's fat. Man. He's strong. He's got. You know, he's got some some nice points to him. He just has a turnover issue, and that's yeah. an issue he had even at Duke University. You know, hey, half hour down the road from here. Yeah. But I feel like that you two have got to. Try to surround him with players. Now, really, though, you can't really fault him in offseason. Galladay was signed, and Tooney was drafted in the first round. They're both wide receivers. He's got Barkley. He had Kyle Rudolph come over, who I forgot up until last week. You know, he was still alive. Right. You know, you've got Elvin Ingram, who was touted as a top five tight end coming out of college. Yeah, but what does that say, though? The organization said, I'm keeping Judge. I'm keeping Daniel Jones. But you know who they didn't say they were keeping? The GM. GM. So was that more of a message to support Judge and and Jones, or was it more of a message to the GM of, hey, uh, you know, start packing your bags? Because yeah, this is something I hate with the Giants. They drafted an offensive lineman. I feel like the past twenty years and have not got one good one. Um, they have not drafted well the past couple of years. They have not played well the past couple of years. Jesus, and I feel like you should just start over. Clean, you know, just. I get it to hold on to some consistency to give them another year, but I feel like at some point you need to pull the plug. You know what I think should start over? This Washington-Dallas game. It's 35-7 to <laughs> with <laughs> not even out of the, the second match. quarter. Y'all have <laughs> left the match. Jeez. Flat out, plain and simple. There was somebody so who does way, have their quarterback. Yeah. The real briefly, there was the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, it hurts. Not bad. Yeah, yeah. hey, one nine and two tutties. Going forward, the Wentz-Eagles split seemed to work out for both sides. We've got Carson – you know, and, and he's done well for us, as I pointed out last segment. And Wentz is doing – he's coming to his own in Philadelphia, though, because they have finally figured out – it takes note to the midpoint of the season, hey, this is a run-first team, even if he's got to be our second-leading rusher from time to time in Hurts, whose athletic ability, you know, you know, obviously was shown at Alabama, though, then in Oklahoma, though, in the Lincoln Rally. But going forward, 
hey, man, props to you. He may sneak into the playoffs because uh, y'all ain't. Here's the deal. Uh, after the first uh, five games, we're okay. all tied at four picks, correct? And this is where it goes downhill. Uh, yeah, it doesn't get much better from here. Okay. So who's up next? Rams and Vikings, brother. Well, did we talk about how we picked this? Oh, we did. We all picked the Eagles. I'm sorry. Oh, all of us. Yeah, yeah. Lucky you. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was the Giants. That was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wanted like, to probably pick the Giants just because I needed to pick an you know an upset to win, but that one was just enough. a step too far. All right. So Rams Vikings, <laughs> as you mentioned, the Rams coming out on top, thirty to twenty three for the Vikings, and Jefferson, who I'm assuming is Justin Jefferson, is that right? Jay Jetta. Yeah. Eight yeah, catches, yeah. one sixteen, baby. Jay. Past uh, is that Odell Beckham Jr. It is Odell Beckham. For 2,755 for the most reception yard or receiving yards in first two seasons in NFL history. That's a bad, That's a bad man. Yeah. <laughs> back to back. That's a bad man. And and he does, you know, he benefit from having Adam Thielen on the other side. Yes, but take does. nothing away. Even when Thielen's out, Justin Jefferson's it's that still guy. Bad, there, dude, yeah. There's really no other way to put that in a nice way on radio, but Justin Jefferson is that guy. They truly have two number one receivers in Minnesota. There's plenty of teams that don't have one number one. <laughs> How do you go from Diggs to Justin Jefferson? Like, could you, you imagine Stephon Diggs got a first round pick and they drafted Jay Jetta? Could you imagine Brilliant. if they didn't get rid of Diggs though, and they would have had Thielen, Jefferson, and Diggs? That would have been probably one of the best trios in in history, like in league history, like with Dalvin Cook in the backfield. That's and that's not a hyperbole. <laughs> you know hyperbole? Yeah, I love that. Thank what, you. Hyperbole? Yes, that's the best. <laughs> that's Thank not you. a hyperbole. Well, oh. Yeah, 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 hyperbole. We got to have some Brandonisms. Speaking yeah. of Brandonisms, do y'all smell that? Something smells delicious in this studio. Yes, it, it has the I'm aroma. I'm sweating crockpot fuel. Like, <laughs> I, I sweat crockpot fuel. <laughs> yeah, crockpot. Speaking of which, you know, Surpro does do odor remover, uh, removal. Well, so this I'm, is not odor. trying to remove this odor. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm just smell. saying. Yeah. I'm just like, saying. This is making me feel done with third and ready for eight. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> hey, I, hey, I can get behind that. Now, Matthew Stafford had a... He did not have a good game here. Uh, you know, he won touchdowns and three interceptions. But somebody who did have a really good game here was stop me for this before. Cooper Cup, 10 catches, 109. I just, it's just every week. Um, hey, that guy needs to be double covered, triple covered. Hey, Calvin Johnson, two of the line of scrimmage. But the Rams did something that, you know, and, uh, you know, here's the Carolina Panthers. And their best player has what? An injury history, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And Christian McCaffrey. And He's not on the field right now, They didn't right? find him a backup running back who was worth uh-huh. a hoot. A hoot. The, a hoot. The Rams lost Cam Akers, who was just starting to run it back. He's coming back. You know, praise be, he's back. And well, he'll be back next week. Darrell Henderson was there. He was going to start. And then had he called up Bill Belichick, hey, Bill, hey, how about Sony Michelle? Okay, I'll send him to you. You know what I'm saying? For a draft pick, some slight. Okay, call him over. Darrell Henderson goes down and gets hurt. He had one rush up for seven yards. Here comes the Michelle. He 131 in the touchdown. Yeah. I feel like I could get you 42 yards and you know send that stress system. <laughs> they went they literally pulled the dude off the couch and run him for 100 yards in the Super Bowl. You know how impressive that is. You you lack the one thing that all of those guys have. Speed, speed agility, speed. power, yeah. know-how, um, <laughs> money. No. Well, now they do. It's a physical fitness. <laughs> yeah. So, Chris and I both picked the Vikings in this game. The, you took the Rams. They come out on top. It They're was a first good place game. In the NFC West now. We're doing 11-4. Yeah. And, and if I remember correctly, I fought this one, but I opted to go with the Vikings. Well, it was a must win for both teams. Yeah. Honestly, for two different situations. Yeah. One for the Rams to, you know, to take over first the first place seat. One for the Vikings to stay in the playoffs. Yeah, but now, that, now they're out of the playoffs, but they're still in the hunt. 
but they're out of the playoffs. So, so the Rams have Stafford, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. I keep get. I, I told Jason the Chargers, the day, yep. I am having a tough time, boy, keeping the Chargers and the Rams separate in my mind. It's I okay. I can understand the Chargers and the Rams, yeah, because you know, same stadium, basically the same colors. Well, I was hoping you were going to tell me that uh, Justin Herbert was at the Rams because then I could use like the the Ram of the Ram as his hair, right? And be like, okay, that's how I'm going to remember this. But that's not helpful. The the horns of the Ram? I don't. It's not helpful. Uh, I mean, it's a visual aid. I mean, everybody's different. It's a Donald Trump toupee right on there. I ain't going to make fun of Chris. I mean, everybody's different. Look, I need a visual aid. I have a disability. All right, so let's jump to the next game. Yeah, the Bills, Bills and the Patriots. Patriots. Now, we all took the Bills in this game. That was Amazing. Yeah. That was a good one. That was a good. I honestly thought that the Patriots had enough to sweep them this year, nah. but they didn't quite do it. Both teams so, nine and six. Yeah, here's the thing. And so now the Patriots though are the a five seed in the playoff with a number six seed in the playoff. One second. Yeah. And so they went from first place in the NFC East and the two seed, or excuse me, the four seed. No, now they're number six. So going down the stretch. Whoever kind of jostles this back and forth to a position that was going to win. I feel like Buffalo was a better team, hands down. That last Monday night game, it was fluky, dude. It was like the win was crazy. The Mac Jones had 19 yards and he still won. And part of that, you know what I'm saying, was Buffalo's front seven is soft and charming. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they are just just, just super soft up front. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? You could, you know, uh, excuse me, pound the ball and then. Hey, sorry about this. I'm trying to read and scroll and type at the same time. But Mac Jones, I was concerned they yeah. confused where that was headed. Sorry, the Mac Jones had two interceptions, and that's really not Matt Jones like. He doesn't really yeah. turn the ball over heavy like that. So that was kind of a bad sign for him, you know, playing at home, and this was his chance to kind of clinch it, and he couldn't do it. Here's the deal, though. You know that's what? Scary you know what's good about this? If they both end up in those wild card positions, well, better well, one for the got to end up in the wild card. Yeah. The one of them got to end up in the uh, AFC East. It's better for the Patriots to be the wild card because. When they play, they play home, better so probably. away. Yeah, hey, on the road. Yeah, they're three and five at home. Yeah. So. yeah. I just how about Josh saying. Allen? Yeah, he come out looking good. pretty good. Yeah. Dude. What yeah, five hundred and twenty five years. Yeah, so for all the people that was no, on that third was and, and let me oh, just sorry, I got it backwards. That's right, that's right. Josh <clears throat> Allen was the first player in NFL history with hundred plus pass touchdowns and twenty plus rushing touchdowns in the first four seasons. Yeah, let me sorry. Let me just to my dear friend Kevin on third and eight. Oh, oh boy. yeah, boy! I have seen some. And to Jacob, and and, like this and I feel like there was one other person buying into this nonsense of the comparison between Tua Tagalova and and Josh Allen. He's trolling you. No. Bing bong. Yeah, yeah, crazy. <laughs> we got to get you a white jacket and send you to the nut house, man. I mean, no, there is no comparison whatsoever. The closest thing is both of them played a professional quarterback in the same division. That's it. Yeah, that's the comparison. Yeah, not yeah, that yeah, and that's even a struggle. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's still a stretch. Uh, congratulations, Bills! All right, that moves us up. Yeah, to we we got to go to five and five. We got to go to to Jason's failure here. I don't know what you were thinking. I'm pretty sure somebody altered this list. That is your like handwriting, sir. Uh, it, yeah, I was gonna say, bro, you did it. Bucks versus the Panthers. <laughs> I got it on. Somebody recording. changed. Uh huh. My pick from the Bucks to the Panthers because there's no way I would have. Uh-huh. Well, I'm telling y'all, made I, I hope, I <laughs> hope, God. I hope this is the last game I'll see Cam Newton play football. <laughs> he looked sad on the sideline. Oh, I've actually, for the first time in my life, I felt sad for him. And you, and honestly, you kind of do. 
Because Carolina has to realize that until they finally decide to buckle down and start being an adult franchise, it's never going to work. Yeah, you I don't know how Matt Rule has a job. You can put a 20-inch fancy rims on a beat-up box Chevy with a bad transmission. Them rims are pretty, and they look good sitting in your yard. It ain't going to drive, you know what I'm saying, because the transmission goes nothing. Like, it don't do nothing. It just paid clicks. For them rims. Yeah, that's the problem. And he's paying for multiple sets at this point. But <laughs> they have got to stop and sit back and be a franchise who cares about his fan base and winning and stop trying to, hey, fans, it's okay. Our new quarterback is here this week. And be like, look, it don't matter who we got back here. We don't have an offensive line. Uh-uh. Our defense is not playing great. Mm-mm. We don't have a good running back of Christian McCaffrey's out. We don't have no tight end to speak of on this roster. And last week, we didn't have a backup kicker. The, like <laughs> Sam Darnold, I, I feel so bad for this guy. He got beat up in New York. He was sacked eight times today. Oh eight God. times, bro. I did not realize that. Wow. I haven't seen that in a Little League game. <laughs> like on the peewee field. Like, I, it's so unheard of. Bro. I don't – Matt Rule – I don't, a part of me says be patient, give him his three, four years. He was sacked four. The Cam Newton was sacked three. Still, yeah, that's still there was a eight lot. sacks. Yeah, the, yeah. I mean, that's I a lot of blame to go over. Yeah, whatever. That's that, that still five too many. Yeah. Oh, oh you're right. He was seven sacks, and the other time he got hit as soon as he yeah. threw the ball, <laughs> and it was lucky it was called a forward pass. Yeah, you're right. So I just I don't know, man. I, to me, Matt Rule's got to go. I'd clean in hired house. And here's the one thing I asked. Whoever is up and watch to making decisions, do not take, unless it's Christian McCaffrey, any Jeremy Chin, Christian McCaffrey, Brian Burns, anybody. We don't want them. Y'all we, in Buffalo seem to take this Carolina scraps. I ain't being uh, funny. Like that's a legitimate no thing that happens. You. I just don't. No, thank you. That yeah. is the problem now. I'm ready to move off of that game because that game put me two games behind Chris. Hey, well, and, uh, the Brandon Buccaneers one game behind have clinched you. the NFC South for the first time, time since 2007. Yeah, they're going to win the Super Bowl again. They're going to hopefully we're going that if far. Mike Evans and Chris Godwin don't come back, they're it ain't going, no chance. They're going to win the Super Bowl. But having AB back for, you know, hey, 10 catches and one on one is a big deal for them. They're going to win the Super Bowl. It's bad that when AB is your third best receiver, Watch and it. he's out there getting 100 yards. Because Tom Brady wants to retire now. I, hey, I want him to, too, to be real with you. He ain't going to retire until he gets the, the trophy again. Trust me. All right, fine. Jets, Jaguars. Jets coming out on top 26 to 21. Zach Wilson with 52 yard rushing touchdown, the longest by a quarterback in New York Jets history. Jason, how did you horribly pick this one? I mean, how did you pick this one? I picked this one as the Jags winning, and I picked it wrong. And I think I remember saying something like, I'm not a fan of Trevor Lawrence. I'm going to go with the Jets. Is that what I I did? That's exactly what you said. Yeah, but how did I pick this? You picked the uh, Jets. Okay. I I thought he was about to say Jaguars. I was like, oh. This is the one pick and a two pick scoring off against other. Obviously, you know, um, uh, the Jar Jar Binks, the Trevor Lawrence went one. (laughs) Zach Wilson went two. Zach Wilson had 91 yards on the ground today. He's got some 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 uh, movement to him, though, for lack of a better phrase. You got to there. I was going to say he had to. Yeah, he's got to go. You need to use him more in the run game, a la Kyler Murray. Dude, the Jaguars are 2-13. and 13, The Jets were 4-11. and 11. Yeah, and as I said last week. It's all strategic. The Jets actually have something to be excited about if I was a Jets fan. You got Michael Carter. You know, he's the rookie back out of UNC. You know, he had 120 on the ground today. You, you know what I'm saying? And Wilson, he's starting to play a little bit better, although he couldn't get much worse. And I feel like Trevor Lawrence is in a – you know, he's in dire straits right now. 
He ain't thrown a touchdown pass in a month. He was the first pick in the draft. I don't. He hasn't thrown a touchdown pass in a month. Urban and was Meyer the first pick in the draft. could have ruined him. I don't think. I'm starting to think he may have. Like flat saying. out, because I feel like that that at some point he's got it. He's got to show improvement. He didn't throw. You know, he didn't turn the ball over today, and his yardage wasn't bad. You know what I'm saying? Though, but their rookie or excuse me, he was a rookie last year. James Robinson. He was a starting tailback. He blew out his ACL, so he's likely going next year too. Hey, Travis Etienne, who was uh, hey, Trevor Lawrence's college teammate, should be back, and so he should be able to take over a leading back role in Jacksonville. Having some guy, you know, he's familiar with in the backfield, you know, so it could be helpful to Trevor. It could also be helpful to him though if they get him a good head coach. <laughs> How about the fact that the Lions and the Jaguars basically have the same record? I'm I'm telling you what though, Robinson being injured, maybe leaving Jacksonville is not a bad thing for me because we need a, I'd a be running back. To get up out of there. Yeah, we be needing a running back in Washington. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'd be trying to get up out of there. You know, so, you know Braxton uh, hey, Berrios, who was a little short white guy who played his football at Miami in college, if he's ever your leading receiver, that's a problem. And he was laid on the New York Jets. And they somehow managed to beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, you, you can leave it right there. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, Michael Carter, you know what I'm saying, going there for 120, that was the only bright spot here outside of Zach Wilson's big scamper and his touchdown pass today. But, uh, yeah, man, if I was a Jets fan, I'd be um, – I'm not saying excited. I'm saying I'd be like, hmm. I may have some here in Zach Wilson and Michael Carter during Elijah Moore going Finally. forward. Yeah, we might it win took five long games. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll put him in a strong six. <laughs> like Lions and Falcons. Lions and Falcons. Falcons, How? 20. Lions we, covered five and a half. We Lions, lost. 16. We lost. Well, all of us took the Lions. Atlanta had their first win this season at home. And they're seven and eight. They're seven and eight. And they've not beat a team over 500 all year. So that tells me that, that you know, their schedule has been a cakewalk. Yeah, easy, easy. If that's not the easiest schedule in the NFL, I don't. Hey, Kyle Pitts has got 102 yards. You know what I'm saying? Um, he coming along. Kyle Pitts he, finally coming along. He has this took this, forever. He has the same problem Julio Jones seemed to have in Atlanta. He can get you from 20 to 20. But 20 in, he can't find the end zone. He's had one touchdown catch all year. At some point, you have got to start making those yards into points. Like, it just has that, to happen. That comes on offense coordinator, though, brother. I mean, he. there is no number two wide receiver in Atlanta right now. Hey, there is no number Bates. one. The That's t- fair. I mean, because Calvin really kind of took the year off, you know, enough for mental health or whatever. He took his year off. But, you know, the Lions are 2-12 and 0-7 and, and 1 away right now. Um, I would be more optimistic if I was a Lions fan as opposed to a Falcons fan right now because the Falcons have the, an aging quarterback. Who's who? Who's not looking? Yeah, his usual self. You really don't have a, a strong defense. You don't have no more wide receiver right now. You know, sending the Calvin Ridley's out. You really don't have a running back here outside of Patterson, who got snubbed as a Pro Bowl pick. By the way, unbelievable, he got snubbed. Um, I don't know, but there was a Lions fan. I mean, it's another one position game. Same yep. Sunday, same story for you guys. Yep. With different story, different Sunday, same story. Sweet Jesus, I finally got it right. We know what you meant. Whew. Speaking of same stories. I'll fix it and make it like it never even happened. Right. Hey. My boy. <laughs> Thank you, Vanco Outdoor Power Equipment, for sponsoring this hour of 38 here on Nextdoor Radio, nextdoorradio.com. When we get back, we're going to – I guess we'll start back with the Chargers and the Texans. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We still have five more games. Five like more you know. games. Five more games. And hopefully by the end, the miracle in Washington will be taking place. <laughs> but that's what it's going to take. Somebody's going to have to walk on water and turn water into wine. So whenever we get back, we're going to pick up right there – Chargers and the Texans. And if you don't know, you wouldn't believe it.
Hey guys, hey, welcome back to another next door radio, nextdoorradio.com. Jason's got some weird grunt thing into the mic over there. So oh, sorry. 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 Was... He sounded sound like the ultimate warrior. <laughs> well, they're going to need somebody like that on Washington's team uh, if they're going to make a comeback. Hey, in the, the way y'all sideline is fighting, they are the ultimate warrior. Uh, I know it's like the Battle Royale yeah. you never thought was coming. What in the world? They're going to start throwing each other out of the uh, field now. Yeah. Uh, oh, well. You're out. All right, pick us up with Chargers Texans. The Texans winning Upset this one, of the week, man. Forty-one I, to twenty-nine. I told y'all, Davis Mills is going to pan out, and he I did will this. Say week. This he's had a couple of games this year that where he's just like he is a legitimate starting NFL quarterback. Yeah. Now he's also had some games this year that where he looked like not. Great. You know what they call that? <laughs> being a rookie. Being a rookie. Hey, Twenty-one rookie. and not being the starting a starter yeah. as a rookie too. Like, yeah. He outplayed. Stop me, though, if you thought you'd hear this. Davis Mills outplayed Justin Herbert. Here's my thing. I honestly think the Chargers are almost – it's like, it's like they're scared to be the great team they should be. Yeah, they're scared of excellence, and excellence petrifies them. Because they are good enough to be excellent. Honestly, they should have won their division. They should have smacked Kansas City both times. And instead, they – you know, fiddle farted around, basically, for lack of a better term, and gave Kansas City their mojo back. And, and they did. And now Kansas City's going to win the AFC. And as, uh, right now, though, as it currently says, the Chargers are out of the playoffs. Yeah. And they're the eighth seed, and the Ravens are seven. Because they lost to the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Which is ridiculous. It's yeah. insane. They I d- are eight and seven. That's all I'm going to say about it. Look, Staley, I think you're a good coach. I like you. I like your pizzazz. I like the fact you go forward on fourth. I think all that's cool. But somebody in that organization, Justin or you, somebody's going to have to put the foot down and say, mediocre is no longer good enough for this organization. That's back-to-back losses, by the way. Just putting it out there. Yeah, and they got the Broncos and Raiders on tap, and those are two very winnable games for them. Though Being in the division, though, those games are always tough. You know, obviously, for lack of a better phrase, and those are tough games. Um. Hey, uh, the ones away, ones at home. So hopefully the Chargers, you know, what I'm saying, for playoff spot, hopefully they can pull it out because the Chargers are way more exciting than Baltimore, you know, what I'm saying, or the Patriots to me. Just because who I think Justin Herbert is as a quarterback, he got outplayed yeah. today, but it happens. Yeah, sunshine on the dog's yeah. butt sometimes. A broke clock is right twice a day. <laughs> Blind squirrel finds another. However you want to phrase it, it happened today with Davis Mills and Justin Herbert. But that is the business that these guys tend to, you know, they live and play in. So. Jumping on to the next game, Ravens and the Bengals. At now, the Bengals. Texans might have been an Boy. upset of the week for you, but the Bengals coming out on top, although I thought they oh, would, come on. I thought was a huge step in the right direction for them. Not necessarily an upset, upset, but a huge statement win. Like, we are the AFC North. A 525 in four touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's most, Madden stats, bro. Fourth most passing yards in a game since 1950. That that's is Madden stats. Yeah, that's right 525. There. That's <laughs> Joe Burrow, by the way. Yeah, that's 525 so, yards. And I feel like <laughs> so that doesn't surprise me about no. the Bengals coming out on top. No. It looks like it surprises you. Not really. I don't think it's that it surprises they, me that they put up 525 passing yards on the Ravens' defense. Yeah, Fair but they're enough. missing a few corners, and that back end of that secondary has not been great all year. Though on the top of that, their third-string quarterback, Josh Johnson, had to start. Now, if I'm a Bengals fan, this is what worries me. Josh Johnson was 28 for 40 and 304 and a couple touchdowns on you guys. That's a guy that's like almost 40. He come off, of, you know, from the New York Jets practice squad a couple weeks ago. He played on the Monday night game against us, and, and he did okay. 
But if you're the Bengals and a guy come basically off the street and threw for 304 on you guys, that that may be concerning going down the stretch if you're the Bengals. But having two players, you know what I'm saying, the T. Higgins, have yourself a day, young man. 12 catches, 194 with two touches. Had you on my fantasy team, had him on the bench. Higg. Oh, man. Yikes. <laughs> Lost by 40. He scored 38.2. Oops. <laughs> Story of my life. I started Amari Cooper, who's having himself a game. But he's not getting 12 catches up for 194 and two teddies. Especially, you know what I'm saying? No, sorry. Never Don't mind. worry. There's a whole second league. half. How did we pick this game? Yeah, how did we pick this? You and I took the Bengals. Me and you. Ooh. Yes. Okay. I took uh, the Reap. What took were the you doing? I thought Jackson would be back. He wasn't. <laughs> yeah, well, and, you uh, thought wrong. Yeah, no kidding. And uh, That's all right, though. You're still up on me by two picks. You're not the one who concerns me. <laughs> it's, the, it's the one who can mathematically catch me in this arms race. Well, you're tied with him right now. USA, oh, Russia, you're Italy. Oh, oh, come on now. I don't have a comrade, do I? Let me tell you something. It ain't going to be me, partner. <laughs> like, ain't, gonna, ain't no well distribution around these parts. Italy is not necessarily the weakest link, all right? No, oh, he's France. I, Argue with me I on like that your fries. All right, first off, during the Revolutionary War, we were okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, his metaphorical white flag. And the, Fr- <laughs> the French-Indian War, we were okay, too. Yeah. It's sometime after that that, that we, stuff went awry. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> on, uh, yeah, but unlike uh, that, your stuff is still going awry. Yeah, yeah well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, next week's history yes. lesson on 30 today. <laughs> yes. All right, go ahead. It's the Louisiana Purchase. <laughs> <laughs> Bears-Seahawks. So, okay, the Bears did it. By one point. Hit the clap button, Chris. Oh. Y'all did it. Oh, I was not prepared for this. Yay. <laughs> By one point, dude. Yeah, they weren't a two-point conversion. It was not Justin Fields who was the savior. It is not Andy Dalton who was the savior. It was Super Bowl winning MVP and Nicholas Foles who should have been that day one starter, <sighs> like I said before. So both teams are now 5-10, and ten, and Chicago had their first road win versus Seattle since week three of 2009. 12-year mm. streak. Yeah, the Rashad Penny, you, yeah. know, you know, he was a pretty good game for them. Does this you save Matt Nagy? Uh, yeah, 135 <laughs> yards there for Rashad Penny. The only thing this should say, though, for Matt Nagy is no. It buys him one more week. He should still get fired. Like, basically, once the game is in week 17 or 18, whatever, done. Gone. Just they should have his luggage packed. So, at the do you bus. think they drop pink slips from the ceiling, or do you think they just hand him one as he walks into the locker room? I say you slap him with it, like <laughs> hit him on the way out the door, kick him, slap him, and just you know, hey, change the locks behind him. But no, seriously, Nick Foles had himself a pretty good game, and they went on a two point conversion. But right now, though, if you're the Hawks, like I said, back to square one. I mean, Russ got to go, or Pete Carroll got to go, because something, something got to be changed in this. It's going to come down to whoever's the leading, making that decision, what type of leader they are. Yeah. If they've got vision and foresight, I think you keep you keep the coach and you get rid of Wilson. If 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 it's all about today and worrying about what the fans think that don't know football, let's just, I mean, that that are not making these decisions every day, that you know they they're the blind squirrel that gets it right twice, you know, twice a day or whatever that's the a, saying is, broken clock. clock, whatever. Um, <laughs> then, then, you, then, then you go with Russell Wilson. <laughs> but if you got a strong leader in Seattle, which I'm not going to comment on whether I think he is or not, but if you got a strong leader, then I think Pete Carroll's the answer for tomorrow. Uh, now that Daryl Bevel's gone, you know, but it it depends. Do we want to, you know, do we want to, you know, do you bow you down to West, the fans to New York and get Daniel Jones on two first round picks? That, 
and you move on with your day. I would not do it to New York for my benefit. Uh, but wow, you don't have to see them. They're across the country. I mean, they're in the same conference, yeah, sure. But New York is—I see them twice a year. What are you talking about? Oh, oh, oh! You meant your benefit, <laughs> yeah. not the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I was like, What's he got to do with Seattle? But they cross. I the don't want to play Dak and Russell and Philly's going to. If they keep hurt, fine. But if they had the ability, you know what? Fine, whatever. Just do it if that's what you're going to do. Because I think Russell's got two or three more years and he's out anyways. Yeah, he's you know he's definitely had an off year. What's another two or three years for us sucking? It's only been like yeah. the past two decades. So yeah. I mean, even itself out over time. But. <laughs> Yeah. At some point, the decision's got to be made. And I think that Russell Wilson is on about it. I said it early on this year. This is going to be his last year in Seattle. Much like I wouldn't mind seeing Russell Wilson go to Green Bay. That's an option. If, if, if Aaron uh, ain't staying. If Rodgers goes, where's Rodgers going? I told you he's going to Pittsburgh. I said this in week three when they played each other. Aaron Rodgers is going to play his last season in the NFL in black and gold. There are other teams that could offer more. Yeah, but. But now, other teams can't offer that history and tradition and always above 500 football codes. History, history. Well, he's not above 500 this year. And history and tradition doesn't pay bills in the million-dollar manner. Yeah, but Aaron Rodgers' bills are paid, son. He ain't worried about no money. He worried about <laughs> legacy and trophies at this point. He ain't worried about no money. I think there's other places you could chase a trophy better at, such as San Francisco. Now, that would be great. Because he was supposed to do that prior to the draft this year, and they kind of weasel their way out of it. I would love to see Aaron Rodgers play with Kyle Shanahan. Nothing would excite me more to see Aaron Rodgers, George Kittle, Debo Samuel, Jeff Wilson Jr., Kyle Shanahan, Brennan Ayoub. I'm going to keep my mouth shut on this, but I'm going to say it. Well, I, Wait, what? Yeah, which one are you going to do? Is Both. this like a blind squirrel finds two broke clocks <laughs> yes. in a dog's butt or something yeah. like that? I'm not going to elaborate on this, but I'm going to say it. As much as I like Heine and Kurt, if the it. Lord loved me, he sent you Aaron and Rodgers. wanted to bless me. <laughs> and Santa was in on it too. Aaron Rodgers and Burgundy and Gold would be. <sighs> it would be nice. It ain't happening, Captain. You, we got picks and we got money. Okay. And there's an opportunity to, to be the reason that we win the Super Bowl. I, I'm sure, just saying. Next game. <laughs> I'll just say it. But I'm not going to say any more than that in case there's talks going on behind the scenes. Matter of fact, I think we should give him all the control over our roster, whether Riviera, uh, Riviera likes it or not. They should let him be head coach, too, just to be fair. I, if we can get a chance at a Super Bowl, come on, Aaron. Just give it up. Ned, it up. there is a statue waiting for you in Washington, in the nation's capital. We need leaders like you in Washington. That is oh, all I'm Here saying. That is need, all I'm saying. But they don't need him on the football team. Carry on, Chris, because I'm not about to end <laughs> one of my tangents. Uh, hey, tangents on here. All right. Steelers at Chiefs. Chiefs coming out 36. Boy. Steelers with 10. I don't want to talk about The this. Chiefs have now officially clinched the AFC West for the sixth yeah. straight season. Like I said before, and like I said again, Kansas City is the best team in the AFC right now, moving to 11-4 with 72 at home. They started out slow, hit their stride. And Pittsburgh, this I feel bad for Ben, man, because Ben going to go out this way. And they're still 500, by the way, at 7-71. But they're going to go 8-8-1. Is that what you say? Is that about Tomlin's 500? going to find a way to go 8-8-1. So, ben got beat in front of his family today, bless his that was. <laughs> They kept showing pictures of him up in the big yeah in the box. His son's covered up like it's too cold for this. <laughs> yeah. oh. I mean, Ben's one of them guys, man, where I feel like even in Ben's bad years, he's better than what he's given credit for. 
I do feel like he, much like most athletes do, he held on one or two seasons too long. You know what I feel like? I feel like Ben's career is ending the same way it began in the draft. Not the way he wanted it to. Yeah. He got lucky, you know what I'm saying? Because out of them three, him, hey, Phil Real, and Eli, he the best one. Yeah, but he Real's was supposed second. to have been drafted sooner. Well, I mean, I'm he got saying. lucky landing in Pittsburgh. Oh, man, that last two opponents are clearing the Baltimore. They're probably going to go one and one and finish five. He is impressive to me because, as I pointed out to Jason earlier, he's built more like a linebacker. That, that's why they call him Big he, Ben. Yeah, he, he's built like something. Have you ever heard the term rumbling, stumbling, bumbling? Yeah, it's just not what you expect for a quarterback. Yeah. Like, he doesn't look like a quarterback. He was the Cam Newton before, before there was Cam, Cam Newton. Newton. And was more accurate. With yeah, he won his and fast, throw. But, like, you he would take, like, Jason four can, people to tackle him. That's what I was going to say. Jason, you know, he could speak to this, too, where it'd be two guys hanging on his shoulders, two guys he on still his still And Ben's out there ripping 10 yard hey, dimes. Antonio <laughs> Brown to win the Super Bowl. Uh, <laughs> like, that, it, was, it was great. Yeah, that was Antoine Ben was Randall. fun. Yeah, whatever. Rand, Randall L. Sorry. Brown, L. <laughs> they, whatever. They've had a plethora of wide receivers going to New York. Pick a name coming out of Pittsburgh. Yeah. It was probably number one they wide receiver. Heinz Ward, Juju, Claypool, Randall L., Plaxico Burris. And then they had the boy today that fumbled the ball after he caught it. And oh. then nobody touched him. What was his name? Johnson? Yeah, they're Deontay yeah. Johnson. Oh, <laughs> Called the ball, turned around, was like, you know what? Screw it. it. I don't started want running, it. was like, eh. You know what it was? It was like, I want to keep the suspense on the Mike Tomlin <laughs> 500, you know, saga. So but no suspense today because they was up, you know, by a ton at halftime. And Pittsburgh just. Yeah, it was. Wasn't it? I don't yeah. think you fired Mike Tomlin. How's that that he was so good at Pittsburgh and then turned around and stunk it up in Washington? Who? Randall <laughs> Oh, because it's Washington. Now, I don't think you fire Come Mike Tomlin, but where do you go as far as the quarterback position next year? Because you're going to be dead in the middle of the first round. There's an argument that the, says Mike Tomlin is the worst coach in the NFL. I would love to slap whoever wrote that upside the floor. It was put on third and eight. I didn't necessarily agree with it. I'm just saying it's well, out there. Well, find out who it is. Check it I'm, out, thirdandeight.com. Uh, check it out on their Facebook page, third and eight. It's there. Some Somebody took the time to write a white page on why Mike Tomlin is the worst coach in the NFL. Now, wow. in all fairness, I think there's room for everyone's opinion. But if you think that Tomlin's a worse coach than Urban Meyer, you might have took a step too far. You won't give me f- – like, he's at worst top six. I say top ten at worst. Give me but yeah. Bill. Like, was, right and, now. And does that imply like right worst coach ever or worst coach currently? It don't matter because they're wrong either way. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, Mark. I mean, fair enough. But I was thinking, you know, like Adam Gase. Like, has he fallen into this? No, Adam Gase is worst coach. There's no way. That's why I'm saying this guy might have had some valid points of, like, worst best coaches. But, so like. I feel like Urban Meyer is probably the worst head coach of all time. How do you get fired in the middle of your first season? Yeah, that's <laughs> you yeah. can. Well, I could, I could tell you season. how. But <laughs> that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, how do you do that when you got guys like McNaggy and G- and Gase? They just get season after season after season, and here you are, your coach, your owner's like, nah, bro. It do be that way, especially if you're Urban Meyer. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Maybe the expectations were so high on you, and you failed so miserably. I don't know, but yeah, yeah they Tomlin, while he was down. coach all time. I would, you know, coach currently, coach. I would say he's probably like you know top ten for me. Yeah, I'd say he's top six at absolute worst. Um, Who you got over him? You could give me <sighs> Sean Payton, probably, like all things considered. Really? No thanks. Well, yeah, that's true because Sean had Drew Brees, and he's looked average over that Brees. Obviously, you know, since the first two of Bill and Andy. Okay, um, Bill and Andy, yeah. I'd probably take the McVay over Tomlin. That doesn't seem like, it. you know, historically speaking, it's probably wrong, but Sean's had a really good start to his head coaching career. Um, 
John Harbaugh is another guy who yes. who is in his division and now. Jim. I like them both. Yeah, but Jim's in Michigan. I'm just um, saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, John and Tom are probably neck and neck to me as far as you know. Uh, you know, what I'm saying their credentials and whatnot though, and they're two really good head football coaches. Um, right now I'm scrolling through the list of head coaches, bro. I that might be it. Tom, that might be top five. <laughs> I yeah, mean, I got, I got McVay, Shanahan. I'm not taking Kyle Shanahan over Mike Tomlin. Because that boy has looked putrid over that Jimmy G there. He's like 20 games under 500. Okay. Mike Tomlin went 8 and 8 there with a quarterback named Duck Hodgins. <sighs> Fair enough. Moving on. Who's right. next on the list? Yeah. Yep. Raiders and Broncos. Last one Raiders, Broncos. No, I think we could probably call the Sunday night game, too. You think so? Yeah. yeah absolutely. Right. Come on now. Uh, you're like right. Another quarter. Two quarters. Yeah. They could at least get to 60. No. So, <laughs> Raiders come out on top of it with the Broncos about four. Um, It ain't much to say, man. Drew Locke is – is he's not it. He's not the answer quarterback. You know what I'm saying? For Denver going in the stretch, Bridgewater is way better. If you had to ask the average fan, who would you rather have? A guy that's not very mobile, has a noodle of an arm. He's not very big. He's not very fast. He's not athletic. He doesn't pop off the screen to you or – you know what I'm saying? A guy that's big, strong. He's got a country cannon, as they like to say. I'm taking the second guy every time. Uh-huh. Unfortunately, for Denver's case, the guy who's number one is Teddy Bridgewater and two is Drew Locke. And Bridgewater's leaps and bounds. He's better than Drew Locke to me. I think that's experience. It could be. I mean, Locke's had his moments where you're like, okay, that kid's got a rocket. He's got a howitzer of an arm. And then you see Teddy Bridgewater who, you know, he'll dink and dunk you all the way down the field. I, I don't – I don't – I haven't given up on Locke yet. I don't know why everybody else has. Yeah, I think the Broncos have two, and they're gonna probably draft them a quarterback this year. I don't know, like, don't you know, know, honestly, in my opinion, they're without Teddy for another year. Y'all got two good running backs and Gordon and Javante Williams, and you got some extra decent receivers in Court and Sutton and Tim Patrick. But you know, here's the Raiders eight and seven right now, and they're just fighting to stay alive, man. You know, hey, back to back wins for them, props to them. You know, hey, beating on two other teams who in you know, um, excuse me, the who in the AFC playoff race right now when Josh Jacobs had 129 yards and no touchdowns. How do you feel about Derek Carr going forward? If you're a Raiders fan, like how do you feel about you know? Do you move on to from Derek, or do you kind of keep him there? Derek deserves to be there. They don't deserve Derek. They don't. I, they yeah. don't deserve Derek Carr because they they own. fired the guy that had the ability to take that team to the Super Bowl and win it. Uh, whether it's justified reasons or not. Yeah. And I just don't see that being a winning organization going forward. All right, I'm gonna say this. And this probably ain't going to be too popular if you were, you know what I'm saying, familiar with the John Gruden story. I miss John Gruden Monday Night Football. Because you can argue, you know what I'm saying, that what he did was right or wrong. It was obviously wrong in my opinion. But I feel like nobody done Monday Night Football better than John Madden and John Gruden. I just – I'm hearing people named John in the Monday Night Booth. Here, here's my problem. Derek Carr is second in the league in passing yards at 4,162. Here, that is amazing. Here's my issue. Yeah, 19 touchdowns, 11 picks. Go ahead. This is NFL, the National Football League. It's not for long. It, the number one goal should be in every instance, in every fiber of the game, to win the game. Have the best coach, the best athletes, and win. All this other nonsense of these guys have to be role models, these guys have to do... No, they don't. That's not what the league is about. You as a parent need to... If I don't want my kid looking up to them, they don't watch football. It's a business. It is professional athletes. The number one goal has to be to win. Firing John Gruden was stupid. 
Hey, real quick, before we head into the break, though, our playoff picture right now looking at the Kansas City Chiefs as the one seed in the AFC, Titans 2, Bengals 3, Bills 4, Colts 5, Pats 6, Ravens 7. In the NFC, it's Packers 1, Rams 2, Bucks 3. Uh, yeah, that's Cowboys 4. Sorry, I. There we go. That's better. Cardinals 5, <laughs> San Fran 6, and the Eagles 7. The Saints and the Vikings are on the way up on the bubble. The Chargers and Raiders are the first team on the bubble in the AFC. Um, I still think right now it's going to be the Chargers over the Raiders. I think the Pats will stay down. I think the Colts will hold on. You're heavy on that 5 seed right now. Just, uh, he's same record as the Colts, 9-6. I do think that the Eagles are going to be the 5 seed in the NFC. Just, well, at and worst, Jason, 6. How did we pick this game? Uh... Brandon and I took the Raiders. You took the Broncos. And so what were our picks like this week? Uh, Brandon ended up with nine correct. Uh, Chris with eight and me with seven. So overall, how are we looking? So overall, that brings us to you at 102. I cracked 100. Uh, Chris is at uh, 98 and I'm at 85. So if we started week three and this is week what? Uh, 16. 16. I'm basically averaging like nine and five each week. That's pretty good. That's not bad. Hypothetically speaking. Thank you, Van Quadour Power Equipment, <laughs> for sponsoring this South Third Eight here on Next Door Radio, nextdoorradio.com. When we get back, we got to make our picks for week 17 and maybe, maybe, maybe being, I don't know, 17 games, 15 games back, a miracle could happen. A miracle, folks, could happen. Just like Washington could come back and beat Dallas tonight. It could happen. When we get back, time for our picks. Don't call me. Don't text me unless your house on fire. So the back doors open. Go. It looks like it's something <laughs> chewed it up, barbecue, and spit it back into there. Well, it ought to be nice and soft for you, bitches. Yeah. Hey, this old Roy, you don't see me running marathons because I know my limits. Third and eight is back. Hey guys, welcome back to Throwing It on Next Door Radio and NextDoorRadio.com. This is honestly my personal favorite. Uh, the time of the show for me is all rapid fire picks. If I was in third place, I would not feel that way. If I was in second, I probably wouldn't feel that way. But, uh, you know, Snickers sitting there right now. I don't mind. I'm here, the proverbial Dale Earnhardt of this race. Uh, um, what? Oh, yeah, I'm not going to crash, though. Keep blocking. <laughs> you're going to end up dead. Well, boy, did I cut the music at the wrong part. <laughs> I'm just saying. Do it for Dale, you heard me? Oh, <laughs> anyway, boy, Dale is my favorite. My part. dad's going to kill me when he heard me say that. <laughs> I'm not making another joke. Anyway, oh, yeah, raise just... Dale, praise Dale, as my son likes to say, because he can't get it right, and thankfully. So, uh, anyway, like Dale. go ahead and hit our picks this week. Then we'll go to in, uh, hey, reverse order this week. we go Jason, Chris, me, me, Chris, Jason. That's how we do right. it this week. Well, sure, first you just game, tell me when I'm up. Uh, <laughs> first game is Dolphins and the Saints. Yeah, right now the... Uh, Tua versus no quarterback. Mm. Same thing. The, yeah. <laughs> 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 the Dolphins wow. are a field goal favorite right now during the Thursday night game. The Saints at home at plus three in the Superdome. Jason, who you got? I feel like if the Saints can beat the Bucks, then the Saints can beat the Dolphins. All right. I feel that way except I think Tua can beat them. And I think I think the problem you have with the Bucks is the number of players they had out, the key players they had oh, out. Oh, for sure. That is the only oh, reason sure. that happened with the Saints. So I'm going with the Dolphins. Now give me the Saints to cover plus three, and I'll take the Dolphins out right to win the football game. Oh, Lame. yeah, Your I'm going to go ahead. Washington, the Eagles. So there's no spray yet there because Washington's in the middle of a thrashing right now in Sunday Night Football. But <laughs> I don't care what the spray is. If it's, that it was less than 10, give me the Eagles, and I'll take the Eagles of this one. And Washington will be playing this game at home. It ain't going to matter. Yeah, I just want to throw it out there. That's fair. 
Who you got? Now, before you make your pick, I want you to understand that you are wearing a Washington shirt I and am. Washington shorts. So I go am. ahead and tell the world who you're going to pick between the Washington Eagles. Well, I can tell you that the Eagles are not going to be my pick this week. I'm going Washington football team because I think Taylor Heineke and uh, the other boys, the other 20, 20 that came back from COVID protocol uh, are about to have a talking to after this game. Uh, with the Cowboys tonight, they are getting smoked in, and yeah. they didn't use up all their points. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's some in reserve for next week for sure. Yeah. Um, so I think they're at what seven right now. So they, they, they got plenty left in them. Yeah. Um, so at this point, they're just coasting through that game. So I think Washington football team is going to take that game. I'm with you, Washington. All right. Now I want to be clear. I think a week ago I picked the Eagles to beat the Washington football team. Oh, you did, right? And I did, and they did, and that was because we had so many people on COVID protocols. I think this is a fair matchup. Okay. All right, Saints. Wait, wait, did Brandon pick? Oh, he did. He took the Eagles. Yeah, I took the Eagles. Panthers at the Saints. It can't be the Saints. It's the Panthers. So who? Panthers yeah, and the Saints. The Saints is the Monday night game. That's why you picked them already or against them already. So yes, Panthers oh, versus sorry. Saints. Yeah. I'm sorry. All right, it's on you, actually. No, it's on you. Oh, it's on me. <laughs> so, Good Lord. <laughs> Some of the left, right, back, left again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go. The Panthers <laughs> are not going to win this game because the, li- the line not. is so horrible. So, Saints. Dude, I'm telling you right now, the Panthers can't win this game because of what I said earlier about the Bucks not having some key players. The Panthers don't have any key players, so it's got to be the Saints. All right. Yeah, give me the New Orleans Saints on this one, man. I don't. There's no spread out quite yet for this game, but either way, I don't think it's going to matter. Um. Oh, that's true. Um. Yeah, it's just not going to work. Your uh, your pick, B. Well, Bucks Jets. I'm not answering that. Go ahead. Tampa. Jets. Tampa. All right, Chris. So the Bucks are eleven and four. The Jets are four and eleven. I don't think Zach has it in him. Yeah, that plus. It 13. could happen. Bucks. It, it could plus thirteen. Happen. I, I wouldn't even take the Jets plus thirteen. And that's being real. I wouldn't even take the Jets plus thirteen right now. Jason, they just put Tampa and move on with you. Yeah, I'm putting the Bucks. Okay. <laughs> yeah, have to. <laughs> I mean, I'm a little uh, loose, but I ain't crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, Dolphins. And the Titans. Hmm. I want to go with the Titans. I've already picked the Dolphins once this week. I don't think it's going to be possible for that to happen twice in a row. I'm going to go Titans as well. Hey, man, give me the Miami Dolphins to knock off the Tennessee Titans. You're you're hoping and wishing here, but I am heavy, too. You feel me? Heavy. All right, here's another hope and wish. Jags or the Pats? <laughs> That's a 16-point spread, essentially, right now. Give me the Patriots. Chris? Same. Patriots. I'll take the Patriots minus the 16. <laughs> I, I, too, will take the Pats. Uh, Raiders and the Colts. Ooh. Ooh. Raiders Colts. are 8 and 7. Colts are 9 and 6. Colts for me. It's a must-win for both. I'll go Colts as well. Yeah, both teams win. The both teams are nine and seven. And really, though, this could be the playoff. You know, making a break game to Indianapolis. I think the Colts are going to win. I think that Oakland covers the spread right now at eight and a half on the road. Luckily for us, it's a home game for us. Um, yeah, give me the Colts that right, then the Raiders to cover the eight and a half point spread. All right, hold it right there because you get to make the the first pick of what I believe might be the AFC oh Championship matchup. It's a preview to it: Chiefs at the Bengals. 
Uh, the big ones on the home team right now, plus... Yeah, they're plus five. They're plus five versus the Chiefs? Yeah. Yeah, the Chiefs are five-point favorites. That's how that works. Um, uh, get, Give me the Bengals to cover the spread and the Chiefs outright to win the football game. Chris? <sighs> give me Burrow. Give Ooh. me Burrow versus Mahomes on that. I don't think the Bengals have got what it takes to beat the Chiefs this game. But I think if they meet them again in the AFC Championship, they will. But I'm going with the Chiefs on this game. Giants and the Bears. Oh, my. Uh, it's true. I don't think anybody can play poorly enough to lose to the Giants at this point, except you know, except for maybe us in Week 18. They're 4-11 and 5-10. and, five and 10. Yeah, I'm going to Bears. <laughs> I think the Bears are a much better five and ten football team than the Giants are four and eleven. I'm just gonna your pick, Chris. What's the what's the uh, spread on that? Oh yeah, Brandon? the spread is five and a half right now. In favor of the Bears. Really? I was about to take the Giants. Screw it, I'm gonna take the Giants. Okay, it could be their way. What was strategy, Cotton? Yeah, let's see if it pays off. <laughs> I'll take the Bears. The Bears. The Bears. Falcons. Take the Giants plus five and a half. I would tell you that. Take the Giants plus five and a half. Falcons and the Bills to you, Brandon. Well, this is a 14-point spread in Buffalo. It don't matter. to Give me Buffalo. Yeah, all day. That's going to be a smoke show. I'm hoping <laughs> hoping the Falcons pull one out of the rabbit hat, though, but I don't see it happen. Chris, yeah, Bills. Bills. He said Bills. Quickly, too, boy. I'll Bills. take the Bills. Bills. Texans and the 49ers. Ooh. That's a 15-point spread. What he spreads this week are nuts. I'm going to go on a limb here and take the Texans. And that's where you're down. <laughs> hey, I'll give you plus three if they hit it. All right. Oh, oh wow. They beat the Chargers. That's a fair point. All right, Chris, what you got, baby? What Chris is always 15, in the, You say 15-point spread. Yeah. Chris is always in the middle. Next pick, he goes first. All right, I'll go 49. Ers, 49ers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, San Francisco. All right, Chris, back up on you. Oh, right. who are you taking? 49ers. Yeah, the 49ers. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Broncos, Chargers. I'm taking the Chargers. I think they can do it. Oh, sorry. Seven and eight, eight and seven. I'm going Chargers. Chargers are minus six right now at home at the 4 o'clock winner. That's the division game. They give me the Broncos plus six. Chargers outright to win the football game. Hoping no Denver pulls it off. And hopefully we beat Oakland or uh, you know Las Vegas, though, because that AFC playoff pitcher is a hoot right now. Yeah, I got Chargers hoot. in this one. Hoot. H-O-O-T, hoot. Rams-Ravens, Jason. Rams. Rams are 11 and 4. Ravens are 8 and 7. Rams are minus three. Chris, I'll pick this from the double. You double up next time and go first. I'll take the Rams uh, hey, on the road in Baltimore. Hopefully, hopefully so because that'll help us uh, uh, help help us in the playoff race. Good night. Yeah, give me the L.A. Rams. Chris. Uh, I will take the Rams as well. And on the next one, which is going to be the Lions-Seahawks, that give me easy. the Lions. I was going to say I'll take the Lions. A touchdown and a half favorite right now. You know what I'm saying? For Hawks at home against the Lions. Lions are going to cover that seven I'll take the Hawks. You can bank on the Lions to cover the spread if it's above five almost every week during the season. Yeah. You would have made a lot of money, though, if you bet on the Lions. You know, honestly, if you never seen to cover a five-point spread $1,000 a long. game, you'd have made a lot of money. You'd have made a ton of money, at least six, $7,000. Cards and the Cowboys. Uh, give me the Cowboys, man, because the Cardinals are just in a tailspin right now. Dallas is a much better football team, a much better uh, hey, well-rounded offense. You know what I'm saying? Um, hey, now the D-Hop ain't there in Arizona. The Cowboys by 12. What you got, Chris? By 12? A 40 to 28. What's the spread? It ain't one yet. I got Cardinals. I think they're going to pull their head out this week. 
Hey, I, hey, I wouldn't be mad. I, too, would go with Cardinals. Yeah, that, yeah, that's the Redskins fan in y'all. Last game, Vikings <laughs> and the Packers. What I just heard is I made a bad pick. <laughs> Last game is Vikings and the Packers. There's a lot riding on this game for both teams. Oh. Packers. Yeah, Packers minus seven at home. Uh, the Kirk Cousins in the eight twenty game. I'll take Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Packers all day. He's going to take the Vikings. And I will take the Vikings. Of course, he will. What is the let's? Hey, before we go out to break, what is the score right now? In the Washington Dallas game. I believe it's still forty two to seven, isn't it? I don't have it up in front of me right now, but I believe it's forty two. Somebody to seven. check on that for us. We need to know before we go to break. I need to know before I go to break. In the meantime, thank you, uh, thank you, Vanco Outdoor Power Equipment for sponsoring this hour of Third Nate here on Next Door Radio, nextdoorradio.com. Seven I, to forty nine. I was. Uh, they got another one. Yeah, they playing like I'm talking, and that's not good. Dak Prescott is twenty seven for thirty five, three hundred twenty one yards, four pass touchdowns. Didn't you tell me earlier Dak wasn't that good? He's got a one forty two point seven passer rating in the first half. Oh boy, Dak lighting y'all up. Oh. I may have made a bad choice about the Cardinals. <laughs> I'm hoping he throws it all out right here, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His shoulder going to be tired. Next all week. right. <laughs> when we get back, what we got in the last segment? We have a review. Of what? Have to ask Brandon. Brandon. Oh, yes, Mountain Dews. It's what? what? Mountain Dews. Different flavors of Mountain Dews? Yes, sir. Oh, Ooh, like yeah. It. I'm excited. All right. Hey, when we get back, we're going to check out which flavor of Mountain Dew comes out on top of the plethora of flavors. You like how I changed my radio voice there. I like See it. you guys on the flip side. Nobody's going to touch that one, boy. It's like Neil Prime. Like, yeah, I'm not going to turn it because you turning this like the moon going around the earth, and I just ain't got time for all that. Yeah, give me something I, I can like say. Game show is now on the ball with 45 points off for grabs. I would just leave my headset on the table and leave. Third and eight is back. Hey guys, welcome back to Third and Eight on Next Door Radio, nextdoorradio.com. As you can see, um, hey, if you're familiar with any gas station across the great continent of the U.S. and Hawaii and Alaska, I'm sure Mount Dew is a staple, um, you know what I'm saying, amongst all things. So what we're going to do tonight is we're going to drink hey, five of them. I know Baja Blast and Gingerbread ain't in this comparison right now, but unfortunately I cannot find them at the Sheets in Lewisburg. So Speaking of things that aren't in things, the uh, <laughs> Dallas Cowboys just got uh, 56 points. To Washington 7. They are in the end zone, actually. So what we're going to do is we're going to go around the room here, and much like Dallas, this looks like it's going to hurt Jason's stomach. <laughs> and we're going to pour some in a cup, you know, each one of us, and we're going to drink a little bit of it. Start off, you know what I'm saying, over the original razzle-dazzle. And we're going to give it a rating. Um, y'all to go 1 to 5 or 1 to 10. Is, is Chris doing it? I'm coming. Okay. Yeah. Give the man some love, man. We got to get a producer over here. We got to make you know, we should have planned this out better. Yeah. We should have we like should an have automatic dispenser. Cups. Yeah. Y'all seen the budget? Huh? Yeah. yeah, fair enough. You swing your mic back so the audience can hear you. He said, have you seen our budget? Right now, it's zero. So, uh, <laughs> you can donate. I wouldn't say zero because, uh, oh, by the way, third and eight fantasy league. Hey, I'm in the ship, Stop baby. Stop it. I'm in the ship, baby. Stop it. I'm in the ship, 11 and 4. Dude, if I went off third and eight fantasy league and our NCAA bracket challenge, somebody might start questioning me. I picked Baylor, and that was worth a whole lot of points. And then, you know, hey, third and eight fantasy league, I'm dominating everybody because y'all suck. All right, here we go. Regular. Regular Mountain Dew going in. 
tastes just like diabetes. On a scale from 1 to 10, regular Mountain Dew continues to rank at an 8.0 with me. Really? I give it a 3. I'm not a Mountain Dew fan. <laughs> at all? It's, it's fine. It's just too sugar. I'm sorry. I had a conversation with someone last night about the best Dew, and this is what prompted me to think of this. Oh, fair uh, give me a 7. It's too sweet. A 7. Wow. All right, yeah. I mean, See, if I'm ranking it against all things I get to pick from, yeah, Mountain Dew is a 7. All right. for me. Code Red. Is this, or, now, Code Red, I remember from you, my teenage days. I, remember, I love some That's Code this Red. Stuff. Some hey, nostalgia. you remember Vault? Yes. Yes. That Vault was the good stuff. In Surge. You remember Surge? Oh, yeah, that Surge. was an energy drink, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, no, nah, man, it was, like reg- it was like regular. You ready, my Catholic brother? Cheers. It's not the blood of Jesus over this close. <laughs> it's communion. Give me nine. Nine and a half. I'll- Code Red is delicious. Not as cherry as I remember it being. I think it's uh, not as uh, carbonated as I remember, but I give it you a go? six. Nine. I give it a six. I'm going to give it a seven. All right. Moving right along to M- Major Melon. I thought it said yeah, Melon. Yeah, I got two of them. Wow, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> I like them so much. Groom myself. This one looks like it's going to be good. This almost looks like a country time lemonade bottle. It does, which makes me wonder if it's going to be good because it's Mountain God, Dew. God, dog, you can smell that stuff to, like, yeah, before you get it to your face. Woo! Boy, that stuff will scrub a toilet, boy. <laughs> Not a fan. I like it. You would. I like it a lot. That tastes like somebody left some Sour Patch Kids in a Mountain Dew. Hey, that is a yeah. beautiful description. Yeah, that's why it's so good. <laughs> I'm going to give that bad boy right there a number nine. I give it a three. That's generous. Uh, I'm going to give it a two because I gave the original Mountain Dew a, a three, which I'd like to now bring up to a Ooh. five. You want to bring it up to a five? I'd like to bring Bro, my three up to a five. that tastes like Robitussin at the end. Yeah, that's, that's not Y'all normal. Y'all don't have good taste, bud. That's not normal. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Diet Mountain Dew. The diet stuff, huh? All right. Yeah. You know, I mean, y'all know this well as anybody. I love those. What, diet? I yeah. I like Diet Dr. Pepper, but that's where my oh, love yeah. for diet ends. Nobody does the diet drink better than Dr. Pepper. I don't know if he's a real doctor or what, but he does a really good diet drink. Diet do. That's diet. how it's supposed to taste. Slightly flat. Yeah, that's what I'll say. It's just flat. Just a hair. I still give it a five. I give it a strong seven and a half. That hurts. You got to give me a whole number. Seven. (laughs) Wow, you didn't even round up, huh? No. I'm going to give it a four. All right. Well, I'm glad I keep Tums in my Ram because good I got some over here, too. Mountain Dew Voltage. We now have studio Tums because of some of the stuff we've eaten here. (laughs) Excuse me. I'm dying on air over here. All right, so this is the blue kind, right? Yeah. Woo! This is voltage. Oh, yeah, I, I like that. Hey, I like that. Ten. I said Baja and gingerbread are the two I couldn't find. That's oh, my okay. favorite. Yeah, this is that voltage. Is yeah, I like it so much. I'm gonna have a little bit more. Uh, uh. I like that. It does have a little more bite to it. <clears throat> it's kind of like you code know, red, but stronger. It's like code red except blue. I don't. Yeah, I, yeah I code like blue that. is probably something they did not want to call it. No, I like ten. that. <laughs> ten. This would be good to mix some stuff in. I I call it a... I'll give it an eight. I'll give it an eight as well. All right. 
So, let's go. If you had to pick consensus-wise, I wish we'd have done these in secret until the end. That would have been cool, yeah. Consensus-wise, how would do you think, Brandon, that these things ranked at the end? Go ahead and, and, and rank them how you think they ranked. Now, from one to five. Yeah. One... Two, think red, blue, regular. Blue was all on the table. Four, diet, five. So I one is on the right hand side. One, two, three, four, five. This right here, this this uh, that's trash. Major Melon. I don't know what they were thinking, boy, but that is Chris. What you think? I think he's he's right. Uh, I do think I like the code red more, and I don't remember how I numbered it, but I do think I like a, the code red more. All right, you think that's how it would paint out? I agree with that. I think it's going to go this, this, like that. I think that's how it's going to end up. So I'm going with, wrong with you? blue, regular. Are you doing this based on color? Red, diet, and melon. All right, let's actually do the math really quick and add it up. So, Did uh, you say Millen? Millen. Millen. So, Brandon, for the like regular, him? for the regular. John Millen Camp. <laughs> we had seven, eight, that's 15, and a five, that's 20, divided by three gives me what? I don't know. Seven, uh, six seven. point something. Yeah, we just go seven, round it up, seven. Seven for regular. Seven. Yes. All right. For the. Uh-oh. Although we had this out red. of order. Code red. That's how it went right there. All right. For the uh, sorry, like that. Yep. For the code red, we had nine and seven as sixteen, and six is twenty-two. That's still seven. So seven versus six, because yeah. the well, yeah, because it was a little bit higher. Yeah. So we'll go seven. Yeah. All right. Jason. So like this. Okay. All right. All right. The next one was the melon. We had three, nine as twelve, and two is fourteen. What does that give us? A goose um, egg. <laughs> four? Four. Yeah. All right. Four. For the diet, we had seven, four is 11, and five is 16. That's going to give us somewhere around four again, but five. it's going to be slightly higher than five. this one. Five. So five. All right. And then voltage. Wait. Uh, diet was five. All right. And then the voltage, we had eight, and 10 is 18, and eight is 26. 8.6. So it looks like I had blue, regular, red, diet, and meal, and I was the closest. Huh. But that's how it ended up, folks. If you had to go out and buy one from the gas station, this is Third Nate's recommendations. I, I just, Start from the left and go to the right. That major melon, boy, stay away from it unless you need to get your back. It's good, man. Or, it's good. Or it, if you're watching from home, start from the right and go left. Yeah, whichever. <laughs> whichever. Start, start this way and you end here. Start with the blue one and end with the pink one. All right. Hey, thank you for turning into this uh, episode of Third Night here on Nextdoor Radio, nextdoorradio.com. Thank you to Vanco Outdoor Power Equipment for sponsoring this hour of Third Night. Thank you to SurPro and thank you to UCC for this beautiful studio. And uh, by all means, we have a couple slots still available for some sponsors. Don't be afraid to check out our uh, all-new merchandise at uh, www.thirdnate.com and or www.americanpottalk.com. If you're wondering, there's probably no chance of me coming back and 
catching up on the picks. It's like there's no chance for Washington to beat Dallas tonight. But just in case, tune in next week to see how close I get Happy New on Year. the next episode. Happy Third New day. Year. Happy New Year.